That's fine, isn't it? Yeah. No a big fan of Highlander yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pick that out, it's going right back in. Sorry, Stel. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode 17 of Chrissy's Third Nipple. The, the podcast is unnecessary as Zoom, Tarek's dodgy Wi-Fi or any of that nonsense because we are live. Yeah. For the first time we are together uh, at Krusty HQ recording this in the same room. How are you doing guys? Good to see you. Happy smiling faces boys. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I finally got here. <laughs> there's no, no other place to start is it? <laughs> Oh, go then, go on, we'll just, we'll just well, be this side. Not to be overdramatic, but we in time just survived a near-death experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, I go to pick up Tarek to drive to the secret headquarters we have here. And <laughs> we pick Tarek up and notice a little, little bumping in my car, a lot of noise. And <laughs> we slowly come to the conclusion that something's wrong. I just uh, put it down to Darren's, uh, Darren's <laughs> driving, he's no one passed his test. No. Just thinking, Darren, pick a gear, come on, just, just, <laughs> just, just get the bad boy moving a bit. Yeah, Tarek's like, oh, it's great, you got a car, you know, you did pass test, you did a lot of work on it, you know, you're driving so smooth. Oh, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's, there's onlookers with shocked faces pointing towards my car. <laughs> Tarek peering out the window, it's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that it was not the tire had been flattened, but it's almost came off the hinges, <laughs> like it ripped in half. Disintegrated, <laughs> like, like Formula One style. Yeah, <laughs> no, like just been chopped in half. Was there a moment like seeing the Simpsons where the, the, the pinpoint the bit that Ralph's heart would be broken? Yeah, it's not like that. <laughs> I think it was. I'd <laughs> say when the when the guy in the white van fast yeah. went just pointed at the bottom of the car yeah. and his face off what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> was when I kind of yeah, my, was... my boxers got McKay we were yeah. that <laughs> it was in between the roundabout years to the next roundabout that I just started going oh really boom, okay, boom, okay, boom. okay okay and I don't know there's there's just like almost like um Oh, what's the, the fairy tale with the drop the uh, Hans- Hansel and Gretel. Hansel and Gretel. There's a bit of rubble from my house to the uh, <laughs> <laughs> That will have to, have to be cleaned up by somebody. But um, yeah, so we made it here, thankfully. Yeah, uh-huh. change the tyre. Yeah. Quick fit style. Should make it home. Yeah. All good. Yeah, so keep your spares. Speaking of the, like, the faces of terror that you undoubtedly had there, it reminds <laughs> me, like, this week, I wasn't really going to talk about it, but it is quite funny. So I, it was me and Darren, uh, not Darren, Rudy, and uh, Aldi, and we'll go in, and I noticed just kind of, I picked him up for somewhere, we went for a wee play about, and then I had to go to Aldi for a couple of things, and uh, just to kind of, you know, anybody has got a toddler or understand, or just a part of the nappy, Oh shit, this, this needs changed. Right. Right, so before the shopping gets done, we'll go straight to the the baby changing room. 
So changes not be all good, and I've got a toilet in there because it kind of doubles up as a disabled oh. one. <laughs> so in fact, yeah, well, I may as well, I may as well, it's like get a piss. I'm not using it exclusively for that, so I kind of right. feel not a polite spot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> chill party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, he's done, and he's right ready to open the door, which he tries today while I've started. <laughs> but, no. <laughs> But I realise that he can't really do it and he gets enough of a fright there, right? But no, he gets pissed off that we shot with him, right? And he goes straight for the red car. Oh, no! <laughs> <laughs> right, was this uh, number one or number two? You sitting down in terror or coming down sat, in terror? I was sitting down in terror, oh, and I could, but I could see what was going on in full view. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like, really? <laughs> no! <laughs> and he just looks at me, and usually that'd be enough to kind of scare him, and he'd maybe run to you and want to hug in that. No, he had fucking revenge in his eyes. You showed it to me, you dick. Let's see what happens in the field. He knows what to do. He'd pull the red cord and get, get help. In, in danger, eh? Right. Swear to God. It's like, he, it's like he knew he had spite, you know. Oh, yeah, it was just a different look in his eyes I've never seen before. <laughs> so he, he, could do, he could do this. He could actually do this. He... <laughs> Can't wait to tell him that story when he's old. <laughs> you had your dad. We went there. <laughs> I did no, wonder no, 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 no. about what noises like the people in the checkup were hearing, you know. <laughs> oh, you're right close to the Right by you, yeah. <laughs> no. You got walk in nonchalantly as well. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Otherwise, pretty like uneventful week. Let's be happy with that. It's like a decent week, though. No, caught. And no dying on a car. And no dying on a car. Well, I've been off this week on right. holiday, which has been bra nipping about in the car with the wife and all the girls, nice. um, and we've just started playing a yellow car. It's a it's a dead, <laughs> dead simple game. We've been playing it for a couple of weeks, um, so it's me and the girls just started it, and you just all know the game, yeah. yeah. You see yeah. a yellow car, and you say somebody's name, and they've got to no speak until. You say their name three times. I see a variation of yeah. That. I thought you just get the punch them and you punch on the shoulder, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Like, like bumps on the birthday, right? Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. They've not got much of a swing on them, so I thought I'd take it easy on them. So they've been loving it. So anytime I, I'll see one of them, kind of, I'll say yellow card, and then the first person to speak is gets them gets named. Right. And then Izzy's mum's kind of. She was in the car quite a lot this week, and she. Wondering what the fuck was going on. Everybody just kept shouting, yellow car. <laughs> so as he explained it to her, and she was like, oh, right, right this is a good game. Mm. It's a really good game. So, like I said, we've been out and about quite a bit in the car. So, for a couple, for maybe about an hour in the car to here, there, and everywhere. So, she's been taking this to an extreme. So, anytime that she sees it, she's it's always in the front seat. Mm -hmm. So, as soon, soon as she sees it, it's always me. It's yellow car tag. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Pick one of the kids. And I think she just wants to be quiet so she can just speak Polish to everybody in the car. But she's just going, yellow, yellow car, yellow van, yellow door. <laughs> just everything yellow. It's just coming in with a yellow jumper on. <laughs> going, you're, staying, you're keeping stoned this whole fucking journey, darling. Yeah. Um, but. Nice. 
You've given her a gift accidentally here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the next power that you've given her. Oh, yeah. Oof, dear. We're going to go on to what we've been watching. Yeah. Who wants to kick us off? Nobody. <laughs> I'll go first. Oh, it's a movie that uh, me and you both watched, Dad. That's uh, right. By the name of Ex Machina. Now, um, first kind of heard this movie was some friends have been talking about it online. And they said it was like really cool, really quite different from like other movies. And I don't know, I quite, quite like movies where it's like mostly in one location or it's got very few characters. Uh, yeah, I agree. Because yeah. I think the more the messier sometimes. Yeah, that, 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 that thing that I hate is where it, it could go anywhere and anything can kind of save the day, that sort of. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I hate that. I think that's kind of funny because I think that's the, like, I think that's the, the trope is ex machina or something like that where. Oh, you know, something out of nowhere just comes out and oh, right, yeah, so yeah. I think it's ironically oh, I said that <laughs> yeah um, I th- it could be wrong but I think, it, I think that's what it means like that all of a sudden robot comes out and just shoots <laughs> everyone oh but, okay right right okay but um, yeah so this movie uh, there's a, a, little, uh, a programmer working at the kind of the Google but better uh, in this in this universe uh, gets randomly selected and uh, wins a contest to meet the CEO at his massive kind of, I don't even know what to call it, a ranch, or just he owns loads of land, kind of, mm-hmm. it's a bit foresty, but mountainy, and it's kind of loads of acres. Yeah. And he turns up, he doesn't know what quite to expect, because this is a guy that just lives there and doesn't talk to the rest of the company or whatever. And you go there, and uh, the guy's Oscar Isaac, and um, he turns out that I don't want to give too much away, but um, he's developing something new that would end up like changing the world, and he wants to kind of test it on the programmer. Yeah, so the programmer comes and he says, look, you're going to live with alongside this yeah. piece of technology, and I want to see how you deal with it, and how, you know, if you'll kind of forget that it's technology, and, yeah. and kind of presume it's something else, even though you know mm-hmm. it is, is it that good? Yeah. So it changes his personality or his behaviours towards yeah. it. Yeah. If he ends up like caring for it, even though he knows it's like and, and like want, wanting to like it and hoping that it likes him. So, so all yeah. So all all the human emotions. He knows yeah. it's not. He's clever enough to know what it is. Mm. Not exactly how it's made because he doesn't kind of give you any secrets, does he? No. no there's, there's bits and pieces. Yeah. Like, um, it's quite like the things. One of the lines is like, um, so he owns like a Google, but he uses all the data and then for this new technology. But um, and all the other like big companies and people in prominence know about it. But the only way they know about it if it's to kind of tell them themselves that they're also <laughs> doing it. So right, it's okay. almost kind of like this industry-wide secret that uh, they're all taking people's data which which is the thing that happens but it is quite it could be it could be quite like trippy at times mm-hmm. and it's a bit it's a bit weird it's a bit out there but I, I quite like it and it's I'd watch it I'd watch it again what was the kind of artists was there any was it all quite unknown well or? yeah I only know Oscar Isaac who has been in a bunch of other stuff like he was in Star Wars and uh she dread? No, no, that's no, not no. That's the other guy. Uh, what else is Oscar Isaac in? He's in a bunch of stuff. A most violent year. He's been in that. I'm just pulling it up now. 
But yeah, there's only what a handful. Yeah. I think it's probably a, a what do you call it? A spoiler to say how many actors are in it. Yeah. Sort of yeah. Thing. Okay. But no, it's a handful. So it is like right. yeah, right. it really is. So it's kind of like because it's it's, it's, it's just the people that are in this house. <clears throat> because when it's just a, a small amount of actors, they've got to really kind of show up. Yeah. And they've got to make sure that the the storyline and the wording's just yeah on point. Because can't just call me to all the people and call me back. Yeah, exactly. Out. Yeah, and the relationship between them is good as well. <laughs> yeah. He was in X Men Apocalypse. Apocalypse yeah, Show me a hero. So he's Nick. So we've been talking about show me a hero. David Simon. Yeah. Right. The Wire. The uh, Deuce. All this. And show me a hero is one of his. And so he is the the main character. Right. Well, I'm Nin. <laughs> I was looking for another series for from Simon to watch. So Show Me Hero could be the next one. Mm. Yeah, it's it's good. It's um, I th- I th- it's, it could even be based on a true story, but it's, it's a guy who's kind of like in Yonkers in New York or something like that, mm. and he wants kind of his local area to be better, like have better access to housing and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I remember you t- talking about this a few and, years back. And just by hook or by crook, he finds himself being the guy to sort of try and deliver it by running for office. Aye. And by running for office, he gets deeper and deeper into the murky world of politics and having to kind of, bit by bit, go against everything that he stood for. Because mm-hmm. he got in by do- being this kind of like, like local man, Local hero, from, from, from yeah. The they're just like from from you guys. I'm one of you guys. But then the more he asks for politically, the more he's kind of got to give morally. Morally, <laughs> yeah. And that's it. And it it just takes a toll. Um, great though. Not as um, deep and like filling as as the wire. I don't even think so. it's, it's definitely not as long as that. Not as many like actors um characters that are so given so much kind of depth and all yeah. that sort of thing. It is pretty much him and but obviously whoever he interacts with. But um yeah. Want to recommend yeah. Yeah yeah. Because I was looking for it because I like having like maybe three series mm-hmm. kind of plodding along with yeah. mm-hmm. and I went the wire, then the juice and um Treme. And I like the hour-long episodes for at night time because as you'll pass out and I'll yeah. just be able to just chuck them on them. Yeah. Them. Yeah, yeah. And I also like another series where it's maybe just half of the episodes where I can just sneak away and just quickly oh, right, do, okay. do a long jobby and watch half an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and get away with that. Um, so yeah, I've been needing that hour-long episodes filled. Yeah, I've not been watching like too much because last week was was the Masters, and that's just everything gets like shelved for that. Um, and I've been catching up with Rake so I'm still only on season 3 or 5 of that hmm. uh, so that's my kind of like hour long sort of treat yourself while a wee bit it's still shit funny and and then your shorter one that you're on about is still sunny so yeah, yeah I'll just like they're only like 20 minute episodes 22 that, well I've, I've seen about 3 or 4 episodes with Danny DeVito yeah. uh, the last one I think where they all tried to sleep with each other's mums yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've been threatening that for years. <laughs> <laughs> Ticked off a few. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because in that episode, Charlie is just like, he's not like a, like a, a super character. Well, they all are, but in this one, he's like evil mastermind. Yeah. And he just somehow has this talent to manipulate everyone, but ends yeah, up firing yeah. on him. Yeah. Tremendously. But yeah, <laughs> it's an awesome show. Yeah, so there was that one, and then there was the one where 
right before or after it where uh, the, the brother and sister, you know, I can't remember names yet, but they got uh, hooked on crack. <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed, yeah. yeah. And so uh, they're trying to go on welfare because they quit the bar. Cause well, they're trying to quit the bar to, 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 to like, get better themselves. The dad, yeah. And then they find out, well, actually, if we go on employment, then we'll probably get more money than we would have earned at the bar anyway. Yeah. So let's go on unemployment and then we'll work for a job. <laughs> then we'll work for a job. And then and, it gets worse. Yeah, it gets worse. It gets worse. Welfare. And honestly, so many iconic scenes in that episode, like, these were in the day of the Jesus chain and they're singing, yeah, what was it? You got uh, just a friend yeah. on, the, <laughs> on the steps and they're drink, day drinking. It was like yeah. 12 o'clock. And he got the brown paper bag as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> and the guy comes like, what are you doing? And he just like turns it up. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. good. Poor yeah. yeah, that's brilliant. So, but one series of finished with Leah is uh, Unforgotten. And this, I think it's season three. It's on BBC. Uh, it's it's a crime drama, but based on uh, this department, this unit in the in the police force are like murders that happened ages ago, like could be 10, 20 years ago. Like cold so, cases, yeah. So yeah, cold cases. But if a body's discovered, not like they're digging up, there's a case that exists and a, a, a body, no, it's not a, not strictly a cold case. It's where a body has been found and it's clearly like really old. Right. You know, that's uh, rotted. And, yeah, so it's and been out so what, it's been... And yeah, it's been dug up or found in a freezer or something. And so they have to find out, like it could be a piece of clothing that, was only manufactured in that sort of year. It could be a a ring with a sort of like engraving. That only you know they've got to go on something like yeah, that. Yeah. The last one that was like a, it was just a, a Snickers bar, but it was it had marathon bar with with the with the body, right. so they can place it in a sort of time. No, 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 been as easy as that. But every every series is kind of like one one body, one one crime, and then you'll get the suspects. So in the first episode, you'll kind of meet all these new people. So the police officers all kind of stay the same and they have their own shit going on in the background. But um, you'll meet like five or six sort of people and it almost becomes like a whodunit every time. Every, every series becomes like a... Well, they're all involved and you, you don't know yet, but, but just by the kind of pattern of, of what's been going on so far, they're involved somehow. And then the last one, it was like... They were all they were all police officers, kind of the same time. They all kind of like um, qualified as police officers at the college at the same time. So they all kind of that was a connection, and they were all in the car and travelling somewhere after like a night out when this thing took place. So so that's it, yeah. But um, this was like undoubtedly the last one because something that happens at the end uh, to one of the police officers and like the main one and on like just a great piece of writing uh, yeah just a really really well done thing because she's she's fallen out with her dad he's like early onset dementia and it's kind of taken its toll he's got a new woman who's like digging her elbows into his will and stuff like that so she's kind of losing him and um at the, at the end he yeah no it's, it's a great thing about uh, he get yeah, yeah. Yeah. no it's 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 yeah see the see the clues that they kind of drop throughout the, the series and you picking up on them quite easily and are you kind of figuring out nearer the end or is it always or are you getting quite a wow 
Oh uh, yeah, no, it's kind of it's not line it's, of duty style. It's it's not it's yeah, it's not line of duty style where it's it's all these it could be anything. That, uh, yeah, line of duty is different in that they're trying to shock you. I think. Oh, definitely. Like this does kind of gen like kind of lean you on. Oh, it's probably him, and mm. then it's not. That's that's about it. It's not like so you, you still know it's one of them. Yeah. So it's they're not still, like it's yeah. not like it's Feel it's none of them and it's somebody else who's just come up the blue sort of thing. You on the journey. As yeah. You this is, is who we want you to yeah. think, think it is. Yeah. And you kind of know yourself well. It's, it's, it's going. To, it's probably it's going looking to be like him, but yeah, it's kind of too yeah. obvious. Yeah. Quite interesting way to do it because it feels like an episode of like Criminal Minds or something like that, but stretched across the season. So actors get really into the the characters of. Yeah. And reasons why they possibly did it, then like Criminal Minds is like, well, a lot of times they just show you who it is, but sometimes Criminal Minds is just like, could be this guy, or could be that guy. Oh, it's always this guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, um, what was I going to say? Like, so because it's so old, it's kind of unique in that um, these guys have moved on. These people have moved mm-hmm. on. Like, there was one season two, I think, was a, was a doctor, a really well respected sort of kind of pillar of society. And when there's any sort of hint that he was like a dick back in the day, you know, his family, his daughters can't believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, he's kind of really moved on and managed to cover this away and stuff. So uh, you're, you've got all the different stories. And, and I think they've, they've done well to kind of, although it sounds like they're, I've laid out a template for it and it is there. It's not like it's forced or it's kind of like fitted into that, and, and you're it's it's obvious or anyway. The, the stories, I'm kind of glad it's finishing now because I think it's as I said, I think it's three seasons. Mm-hmm. Any more, they would run out of ideas, mm-hmm. but I think the way they've done it is quite yeah, yeah. Ha- happy with that. It would only be a template if it was just like different body like every episode. Then yeah, like, uh, you know. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that can but get this, old this quite quickly. Up, but yeah. if it's over, over the season. And um, yeah, it's fine. So it gives it, it gives them time to focus on other stuff as well, and then come back to. Because I've kind of done something like that with what was it, the Bone Collector, or some, Christ, there was a Sky One TV series. All oh, right, okay. Buffy, Buffy they found the new dead body every time, and it was just like, oh, oh okay. Let's find out the. Yeah, how many dead bodies you find? Yeah. sounds good. Um, move on to my one. Yeah. 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 I've, I've got notes on like these two that I can remember every detail. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, the movie that I'm going to discuss is Palm Springs. So it's a 2020 movie uh, on Amazon Prime. Um, it's kind of it's a time loop film. Mm. So it's a bit well as it's Groundhog Day basically, um, but it's Groundhog Day as a rom com. And it stars Adam Samsberg, so the guy from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and uh, the mum from How I Met Your Mother, so Christine Milliot. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sets out really well. It's kind of, yeah, it's a time loop film, so it's all about the same day. Um, so Adam Samsberg plays Niles, who's been stuck in this time loop where... He gets up and he's going to a wedding with his girlfriend who he doesn't particularly like. Um, it's her um, sister's wedding and at the end of it he goes into this weird cave and he sees a light and then he just ends up going back through these days over and over again. Yeah. Um, and he gets a wee love interest with, like I said, Christine Mill- Milliot. Um, and he's... 
you don't find out how long he's been in this time loop for. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's a really crucial thing because he's been going through it so so often. And it's yeah. the way that they've done it, it references a lot of things from, like, say, Grumthog Day um, and there's a few other time loopers. Um so is he like aware? It's like, oh, it's like Grindelwald Day. Yeah, yeah. So he's so he's so he's aware of it, and he's he tricks somebody, or he goes goes away. He does loads of different things, like um, gets high on loads of acid and uh, trips out, and he meets uh, J.K. Simmons. Oh, yeah. He's at the wedding as well, and he's a brilliant character because <laughs> yeah, he meets him at the wedding. And he's the one that he goes tri- uh, tripping on acid, and then he he accidentally puts him through the time loop as well. Oh, so he no. gets stuck in it too. <laughs> so he's just like, oh, fuck. That's, that's pretty unique, actually, to bring someone else through. Yeah. Yeah, as well. Uh, and, uh, is, the, after, is, is the acid the, the kind of the gateway into this? No, that's no, no. Uh, this is just, that was just a one-off that he went and he changed changed something this time and then he met her. And right, okay. Got acid and went, went and uh, put some through. Um, and then after a few times... J.K. Simmons gets pretty pissed off with him and then just every time he kills him, he sends him right back because so, he just starts hunting him and different things. <laughs> That'd be J.K. Simmons hunting you. So, um, same thing happens and he ends up going where he's love interest and she follows him down to the beach and she goes through the time portal and she gets stuck in the loop as well. So there's three of them going through the same day loop. Mm-hmm. Um and the chemistry between the two of them is really good. You kind of see it yeah. all the way, and it's built up really well. The, the different perspectives that you see, because they'll do, even though you're constantly seeing the same day, you can still see the timeline going forward. So you get maybe like a six-month perspective from yeah. um, Adam, and then six-month perspective from what she's going through. So it kind of flips back yeah, and forward. I'm- and it's great to kind of see what they were doing and what he was doing and how, okay, they, how they're progressing yeah. through as characters as well. Yeah, it kind of dates it as well because it'd be the first half of the film where Adam, like Adam Sandsberg meets meets her and she has no clue what's going on. And then after that, it'd be, okay, they're both going through it together. And then they're meeting people that don't know what's so on. Yeah, yeah. You know how long he's, he might say, I haven't seen it, but I'm guessing he said, oh, don't do that because something bad's going to happen. And no, he'd be aware of it because he's done it a hundred times or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, just to begin with, you said it was a rom com. It kind of reminded me almost of um, uh, Fifty First Dates. Uh, yeah. Uh, but she's got dementia. Uh, uh, what's it called? Amnesia. Uh, um, Amnesia. Short term memory loss. Yeah, yeah. 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 So it's kind of similar to that. But uh, it's not as rom commy as that. No. It's, it's got a lot better story than okay. Fifty First Dates. I'm not knocking Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> comical genius and <laughs> all that jazz. Um, but yeah, this is, it's got a lot in it for you to kind of watch. As, as he recommended it, and I kind of put it off quite a few times. It's like, no, it's going to be a fucking rom com. Can't be asked for that shit. <laughs> um, but put it on, and yeah, really liked it. I actually got right into it. Um, oh, so I would, if you get a chance, <laughs> chuck that one on. And sure. let me know what you think of them. Right, okay. I think that's us ready for uh, the quiz now. And yeah, we've not even said that. The main film we're going to talk about today <laughs> oh, yeah. is Schemers. Schemers. Schemers, that, we'll, that was the first pick out of the 
the bag that we've now got oh. on the table has got all them in there. All your suggestions get added to your suggestions <laughs> added to the bag if you. Yeah, yeah, like go on Twitter or on Facebook, see the pinned posts and add, add your suggestions there and I'll def, everyone will go in the bag I've got one to add from stealth and there I've yet to do it well we've got um, notes from Tarek we can just oh yeah you can bit. well you can rip up a bit of paper no and but so because the schemers is set in Dundee Darren's yeah. promised a Dundee themed quiz yes and that's coming up next Right, hello and welcome back to our quiz. So today's topic is the city of Dundee, which you're all residing. So I'm expecting some some high scores here. <laughs> so I've got five questions for Dad, five questions for Tariq, and in the event of draw, we've got a tiebreaker okay. question. But Dan, can I just say your yeah. dad can shit loads about Dundee. <laughs> <laughs> so every easy question, give me. One number of bus goes to Douglas. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take those type of questions. Well, <laughs> I'm trying to go for more of a historic sense because this was set, well, schemers were set in the yeah. 80s. So okay, okay. So it's not going to be all 80s questions, but it'll be about the past rather than the, the present. Ken, what? I'm already getting flashbacks to the Zoom quizzes where I forgot all ah, the fucking facts. Well, I did it Dundee round every time, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. So some of these might be your questions, actually. So <laughs> see, see what I'm talking about. We'll go over you first. Oh, no. Right. All right. Number one. Which Scottish poet wrote about the Tay Bridge disaster? Right, I'm going to go with the famous Dundee poet because if it's him and the dynasty, I'm going to fucking kick myself. So McGonagall. All right. Ooh. All right. <clears throat> Number two. What was claimed to be invented in Dundee by James Chalmers? His, his son claims this, so it's, a, it's, this, it's in dispute. Oh, flashback here. <laughs> oh, is this one of your actual questions? No, this, it, it, this is a thing that came up uh, during the first lockdown quiz mania. I remember talking about this, even like looking up. Just this fucking civil memory. I'm going to say the stamp. Can I answer that? <laughs> we can come back to that. <laughs> we should maybe should uncover it. Aye, bonus points. <laughs> no, I'm not going to give the right answer now. All right. <laughs> just, sounds, just sounds like one of the questions. Oh, I invented the question mark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number three. In what year was the RSS Discovery launched? So this is when it went on its big trip. Okay. 1903. Sounds like a <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to keep a poker face here. Um, number four. When was Dundee FC founded? Ooh. That's when stupid people were kicking about, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, and uh, number five to, to round you off here. <clears throat> what, uh, sorry, what iconic gothic novel is thought to be inspired by Dundee? Frankenstein. Why fucking hell, I can't do it. <laughs> 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 Alright, <laughs> moving on to you. Alright, here comes Nelpois. 
Oh, Ken, I've got one. <laughs> one to beat. All right. Um, what major gaming franchise was first created in Dundee? Grand Theft Auto. Oh, no more lemons. Does it need to be my first answer? Uh, I'll take your first answer. No, no, no. <laughs> I'll take your first answer. Nah, give me a chance to change it. All right, you ready? No, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> right, well, change that. Change that. Change that again. So I'll take your. Shit. <laughs> I'll take your first and third answer. All right. Try my best to get you to change it. In what decade was the Beano and the Dandy comics first published? Twenties or thirties. We'll go. Nah. Yeah, 20s. Well, I should be more clear. So, yeah, it, they're different comics, but they're published in the same decade. Sorry, if everyone. So, that would never have changed anyone with answers. Just in case some people uh, feel that. write in and um, complain to Chris the H. Chris H. Chris H. Never like gmail.com if anybody's got it. Some, some of these things, like the James Chalmers thing, are disputed, so it's, it's just... <laughs> uh, annoying me. Number three. In what year did the RSS Discovery make its return to Dundee to which it remains today? Which year? Oh, year, yeah. Did it come back and stay put? Fuck. No. 19... 1822. That's, that's 1822. <laughs> 1822, I went for. Right, okay. I have no idea. I've been down there once or twice in my life. Okay, number four. When was Dundee United founded? Well, actually, I think, I think originally it was Dundee Hibernian, what it was first called, but when was that club founded? So they were West End, they were based in Glasgow, were they were first. Before they came to Dundee. 1892. I'm liking my 18s. <laughs> no, no, it's got to be later than that, sorry. I'll change Comes it. <clears throat> no, no, fuck it, 1892. <laughs> okay. Hmm? So you're putting that a year before Dundee? A year before Dundee was up. Well, his guess. Well, my guess. Oh, was that your guess? Uh, it, guess I forgot what your guess was. 1892. Was it? Uh, <laughs> <really? laughs> to his guess, it may or may not be true. No, I'd say United is... Uh. Uh, no, United is younger. So, I'll go... 1934. Just say as many guesses as you want here. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> okay, 1935, 1936, 1936. <laughs> In what year did Dundee's V&A open? You prick. Yes, you done. This is Dundee's V&A. See, this, this so, whole year of <laughs> pandemicness is just throwing this right in the mix. Um, and, 2019. I'm going to go with 2019. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, well, 
Well, go through the answers. So, Dad, right, okay. first. I felt like I had like 20 questions. <laughs> 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 you so have 20 answers at least. <laughs> so, um, the Scottish poet with the poem The Tabridge Disaster was William McGonagall. You were right. Uh, yes. What was claimed to be invented in the day by James Chalmers by his son? It was adhesive postage stamps. So nah, he said he just said stamps. So stamps like, well, so, be, you're, not, you're not giving us. Oh, well, I don't know. That's what I'm uh, out. No, because I think no, that's fair. Okay. I think that uh, nah, because it's it's specifically it's the, the special st- thing. That it's the, the, the yeah. stickiness yeah. of the stamp, not the stamp itself. Yeah, okay. okay. Harsh on yourself. I was just like saying, oh, I've, yeah, I've got just, 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 just game it. I might need a few. I might need a few. Oh, just game it. All right, in what year was the RSS Discovery launched? I think you said, well, was, I think you said really close to it. It was, the answer is 1901. I think you were like 1902. I think it did. <laughs> yeah, I think you were well, like- Well, he's not getting that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, all answers uh, go to my Google searches of Wikipedia if you <laughs> <laughs> dispute well, that. Well, I'm not claiming that. I knew that. I just, yeah. I, well, I was fucking nasty myself. Yes, well, when you oh, said, imagine it was like December 1901 or something. Better, yeah. It was on a leap year, so an extra date. When was Dundee FC founded? You're correct, with 1893. Yes, I know. See, I thought you might have gotten that one wrong because you're more of a Celtic fan, so I thought you more had names and dates with them rather well, than. Well, I, 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 I know that Celtic's 1888. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of ballpark for other ends. Mm. But I just um, remember, yeah, it's just something that I've seen DFC 1893. Yeah. I've just oh. seen it. So, yeah. Ah, it's right there. And uh, last one, you're right, it was Frankenstein. Frankenstein. So, <laughs> what was that for? So there was three because you didn't give yourself the stamp. Three and a, and a close stamp and a, and a year. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> three or like, five. Two of so, them. Carrying onto yourself. The major five out of five here. Main, major game and franchise was created on the hour with uh, Grand Theft Auto. So yeah, I thought franchise and there's multiple games. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So there might be multiple Lemmings, but I don't think it goes up in the, like as major as... Lemmings was major. Well, it, 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 there's, yeah, there's no Grand Theft Auto statues kicking about Dundee. There's no <laughs> I don't think. Funny, we just seen like half a car sticking out of shop windows. <laughs> <laughs> We're sitting next to a prostitute. <laughs> you can play it in real life if you want to. Um, yeah. Um, so I think GTA Five at, at one point was like the most sold video game. Like, because so so yeah, yeah. it came out like like previous to so Xbox Three Sixty. PlayStation 4, but it's also out on Xbox One and like uh-huh. oh, so it's yeah, PS3 it was then PS4 then PS5, so it's, it's still going to this day. Yeah, yeah. So think of how many units across three different yeah, oh, six I guess if you count the Xboxes as well, plus PC. <laughs> Remember the guy that um was part of it? He came he came from my school, St. Xavier's, and he came in to do a talk about sticking into computing. <laughs> <laughs> then he just slated the computer department and his talk. <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah, um, this guy's going to talk to you about uh, how to become a big entrepreneur and do this. And it's going to be all about computing. And he was just like, my computing teacher was pretty fast. <laughs> I learned it all just from myself. Uh, so, like, yeah. yeah, it's probably one of the best ways to learn, I suppose. <laughs> um, so, 
Uh, number two, in what decade was the Beano and the Dante comics first published? You went 1920s, it's 1930s. <laughs> Going to geezer. it. You say it's 20s <laughs> or 30s, do you? Yeah. <laughs> that was one of your guesses. So. Uh, number three... Um, he's not, you know, one. I'll give you that. And what year did the RSS discovery make its return to Dundee, which means today, according to Wikipedia, it was 1986. 1986? So you're just going to kind of thought there. that was going to be a wee bit yeah. closer to... Yeah. So <sighs> where was it then? Like, I, I should kind of ask, but I was doing London or something. Probably London or but I think it was it was a big move to get it back here and a big cultural thing. I think it was just like locked up someplace and no one really cared for. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't know what my guess would have been, but mm-hmm. um, I would, I would, wouldn't have been like. It's hard to see that. Yeah, like, like I, I knew it'd been away somewhere and it'd come back recently. So we're just saying in the last. Uh, Fucking hell! So wait, what did you say? Eighty six. Yeah, well, yeah, that'd be the last forty years. I suppose, oh, 40, forty years ago, man. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what I would have said. Yeah. If you can the, the ballpark that it was launched in 1901 or 02. And then that just came If you're guessing before, 90, my guess. Years, 900 years Yeah, you went later. 18, which was, was a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to tell you about it, but... Not that, not that mine was, was definitely just convincing. Came right and then... Yeah, fucked off someplace else. But my guess was like in the 1900s that it went away, and oh. your guess was in the 1800s that it came back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> was the discovery of the time traveling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also known as DeLorean. <laughs> <laughs> so, number four, where was Dundee United founded? It was in uh, 1909. 1909. So yeah, you went well earlier than that. See, if you asked us about the Chicago Bulls, then it'd be like... Have <laughs> <laughs> they ever been to Dundee? This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, The only way to get to Dundee if there's a loss. <laughs> um, and then the final question was, in what year did Dundee's v open? You said 2019. Uh, apparently it's 2018. What? So, inching out again. 2018? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we went when it first opened, and I was like, oh, no. Yeah. When it first opened as well, well, a couple of. I, I think you're right, though. 2021 now, we've lost a year and a bit of this fucking nonsense. Still but yeah, still, still kinda. it's still, I think I got this in a quiz as well. Okay. And it's, I was still a year earlier than I thought. Mm-hmm. And that was maybe me answering that in 2020. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Oh, I blame Jeff. So the answer is 2018. 2018, yeah. Right, I need to get my head. So, yeah. <laughs> it's very, that's very that's going to come back. That's it. Just slap your head. Take the mic and pick that up. I hope that mic picked that slap head up. It's like one of those big drums. I see Right, okay. That's it. That means I win. That means I get the pick. Oh, right. We're doing the pack now? Nah, we'll do it at the end. Look at the end. Look at the end. Definitely, yeah. I'm trying to take a high under it. Sorry, Phil. Right, we'll be back to talk about schemers. Stick on Iron Maiden here, sell the place out, pay back Crazy Eye and its band of merry nut jobs. 
and make a tidy profit. That's right, ladies and gents. We're listening. We're all just watched Schemers, Dave McLeish's Schemers, the Dundee-based movie that we've all been screaming out for. That you've <laughs> not known that you've been screaming out for. So on 20, uh, 29th of June 2019, Schemers was released. And the number one hits, so number one hit for songs, <sighs> gotta say, it's pretty fucking shite. <laughs> I was thinking that. What, what, what did you say it was 2019? 2019. Yeah. Who the fuck knows June the charts in 2019? Yeah. There was only one person that was kicking about the charts all the fucking Summer time. Song. Oh, it was, um, well, it's going to be George Ezra or Lewis Capaldi. Ah, both wrong. No? No, no the ginger. Oh, Man. okay, okay. Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran, yes. 2019, yes, probably. Yeah, okay. Uh, and I'm going to shame my son, his previous favourite, Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say when he, when he was a lot younger. I'll give him that. Um, <laughs> so it was, I don't care. <laughs> I, I hate so they're just... Yeah, it's just and then the whole song and then it's like, oh, that's instant chart jump. Is that, is that Bieber and... People are cheering. Team up. That's a tune, like. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, like, a lot of these have just walked out. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. L, L, um, is, is it like, because having like the poppy age five, like when that comes on radio, she's like, oh, turn up and that, right? That is one song that I didn't mind. You didn't mind. Blame Poppy, don't like it. He's just kind of... No, if it wasn't for Poppy, I wouldn't even be on my radar. Like, seriously. But, um, no. no, So you like it for the kids? I have sung along to that in the car. Oh, I'm not saying that I wouldn't sing along to it. It's not terrible. It's well as you don't need the words. I'll sing along to... I don't care. Sing along to bloody Barbie girl or a girl and stuff in the car with the kids. I'm going to buy that shit. Yeah. Well, um, UK box office and the US box office. Number Ooh, one. Same film. Same film. All right, wait. What'd you have? Right, right. We'll go for it. I don't know. It's 2019, 2019 June. So, so it's going to be a, a Marvel. blockbuster, a Marvel probably blockbuster. Is that um, Civil War time or anything like that? Stop looking at me. No, I'm not looking at your notes. I'm cheating. Uh, <laughs> so it could be Infinity War or, so, or Endgame around that time. I, actually, don't wait, 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 wait. Go back. 2020 is the year of, like, like no movies. So it's got to be 2019. It's got to be, like, one of the last ones, right? Right. So I would, I would say I'd say Endgame or something like that because Black Widow is supposed to come out 2020. It's still not out. Mm. Because all the pandemic and stuff. So I'd pick Black more. Panther? No, no, Black Panther was before. Oh, okay. I said uh, Black Widow that. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Imagine me getting that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because that's the one. Bring your streak red down. <laughs> be better lover. Well, people, people look it up and Maybe I don't care. <laughs> Looking it up and arms because I think that's one of the movies that could get released on Disney Plus. So you need money to have Disney Plus and it's actually. Uh, charge added on top of it to buy yeah. the new movies like releasing out because so what's, what's your guess? So I'd say Endgame I'd say right, okay. right. Nah, nah. nah. So, uh, no way for all the way for Marvel 
Toy Story 4. Oh, oh, that's it. That's another again. We had a quiz recently, and the answer was Toy Story. Was it your quiz the last time we did a quiz? I think so. Oh, yeah. and it was Oscars. Oh, Oscar, yeah. Oscars, yeah. Oh, Oscars, and that always gets me how recent that is. Toy Story Four. Yeah, I'd imagine that was like five years ago. Easy. See, you know, I just I just forget about Toy Story Four. I, I, I eliminate it from my mind. I'm like Toy Story Three. That was five years ago, but that must have been even longer. What well, do you feel? Like Toy Story Three just ended it enough yeah. for you. Because, you know, the whole thing is, okay, he's born, you know, he's got his first night, then he's a bit older, and he's older, he's going off to college, the whole movie's a bit... They said their goodbyes, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, older, and then it's like, it's literally past the torch in the, in the, uh, yeah. the torch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, we get Tom Hanks back in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was he doing? Yeah. <laughs> you shouted yeah. last year on Toy Story 3. There's, yeah. there's no need to bring And it's like, uh, the whole thing is like, okay, the... Yeah, he was there for Andy uh, when he's there for Andy he's got his dedication towards him like three years strong yeah. uh, three mm. movies strong sorry and it's in Toy Story 4 it's like yeah whatever Bonnie <laughs> 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 I'm still at the carnival now <laughs> you got issues with any wee girl called Bonnie though <laughs> <laughs> you're not my Andy <laughs> <laughs> no I, I was fine with her but it's Woody that's got the problem <laughs> <laughs> So schemers, lads. Oh, so schemers, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Schemers, uh, as, as Tarek said, uh, you said McLeish, but I think it's McLean. McLean, sorry. Uh, directed by Dave McLean, produced by Dave McLean. <laughs> written by. Co-written <laughs> by Dave McLean. Guess who it's about, kids? Dave McLean. Dave, Dave McLean. McLean. Iron Maiden. <laughs> and Iron Maiden. And Dundee LL. Uh, so Davey is played by Connor Berry. And this... Um, it was his first, not even film, just first anything, just first acting role. Yeah. No, oh, there was a few of the actors, they, they were all kind of... Yeah, it pretty largely like untested. Mm. Um, his his pal, Scott, in, in the film uh, is in River City. Right, okay, and, so and there will be like the odd, yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, quite largely. So he he's like a, a dreamer from the council scheme. So schemers having two sort of like a double meaning yeah. in this constantly hustling for like his next kind of move and well he, he initially starts like trying to be a footballer does he mm-hmm. yeah and that's his that's he his was, dream that was his dream he was passion and then he gets a bad injury yeah and the one thing that that kind of annoyed well it didn't annoy me it was just something that I kept doing all the way through the film was where was that shot Right. Where I, I was looking at, I was looking at more the background and trying to figure it out. That look to me is I never even put much effort into that scene about where it was, but yeah. I think it was a riverside. No, I, I was thinking drumming. Were you thinking drumming? Yeah, yeah, I thought the drumming. I was um, when I was I don't know what it was. I was maybe in the the railings at the background. Right. Oh, no, there's not even railings at the background. It's, yeah, it's, it's well, I'd say more Riverside could just I yeah, think it was just I, I think the Riverside pictures yeah. with right. trees in the background yeah that's, that's what I thought it doesn't matter yeah yeah. But, um, did you see Davy Bowman in that scene because apparently yeah, he's one of the yeah, scouts I didn't that. I didn't see that but I looked at the credits later on seeing who was who and blah blah I think he has a line or something like that does he yeah uh, that, it didn't click I mean I seen nah. I seen Davy Bowman last week in the shots <laughs> <laughs> and I still I didn't really get that I wasn't looking for it then um, but yeah, just name dropping. Yeah. 
Yeah, but no, I'll, I'll, I'll name drop as many people as I can oh, in this tight. Massively. I, I mind kicking, well, no, I didn't kick Davey, but I served him quite a few times. You kicked him? Uh, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was serving him, I kicked him to get his attention and say, there's your drinks, mate. <laughs> but uh, there's loads of me, there's loads of people that are associated to Dundee kicking about in this. Which is which, good. Uh, yeah. I, th- I think um, we'll, we'll, we'll go on and talk about what kind of feelings of its uh, clunkiness and Dundee by numbers sort yeah. of thing. But there's a lot of things it did right as well. Yeah. There was yeah. one ma- main name that they didn't have associated with the film, part of Dundee as well, film industry. What, you're the big one? Oh, Brian, the big, the massive one. Brian yeah. Cox. Yeah, Brian Cox. But that if, you're, if you're doing a movie in Dundee and you're you're thinking, right, we're going to start a movie, we'll, we'll get... get you wouldn't have been able to Can, but they might have just given a wee heads up saying, Brian, any chance you could uh, pop in? Sorry, I'm so filming was, fucking uh, yeah. uh, Succession in Hollywood or whatever it was. <laughs> It's Dundee. He loves Dundee. This, this yeah, isn't this like is, a, this is an homegrown. Film. I expected you know, some type of his <laughs> Brian Cox production. No. Type oh, of, to kind of take it just, on. Just something, yeah, something kind of, which is good. It makes it, it makes it even better because it's more kind of grassrooted. Definitely, yeah. No, no, it's, I, I, it's I thought that would have been shoehorned in, unless. <laughs> There's a way you can do it, but I still think it would have been too kind of eye-catching. It would have been like, oh, watch it because Brian Cox is in it. Oh, no, he's on mm. one scene. But it is a very independent film. Like Saying uh, that, sorry, just with just a button, just to kind of go yeah. away from this. If he was here at the time, I think he would have gladly did a, uh-huh. a cameo for nothing. For nothing, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, he would have yeah. came on to yeah. our podcast right after. <laughs> 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 and chucked in these tuppings worth it. But is he going to fly from fucking... I, you know, I didn't. I don't mean him being in the movie. Oh, just okay. him having a bit more of association with a movie that's getting made. I'd like to think that there's another movie out there somewhere, like, and in somebody's head that's in planning just now that's probably better than this. Yeah. That he'd like to. You want to give her what you've been? No, no, no. It's not made. But, um, no. but I do, have, day, I do have an email drafted to brian.cox at gmail.com <laughs> <laughs> Once we'll make it big time with the podcasting scenario and then yeah. take the Dave McLean <laughs> stance on yeah. it. Uh-huh. So, Dan. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's obviously kind of, a, kind of a grassroots thing, but um, it said that uh, in the trivia that it premiered at the 73rd Edinburgh International Film Festival in 2019, winning the prestigious Audience Award film, the Audience Award for Best Film. Oh. So it might have gone over like the critics and stuff like that, but this is what the people, they are, uh, like, yeah. they voted towards this, it's kind of kept in their hearts, which is... I wonder if I'd like to know the makeup of that audience. Well, it's probably a lot uh, of like, t- film, film nerds and stuff like that. And uh, it's obviously Scottish people, so they would be like, mm. I know Dundee. And so, yeah, like, yeah. Probably or kind there. of like friends and family of the, you know, people uh, in the industry that like the music. Because, like, basically, my point is that yeah. this film is like a lot of people will like things of it, and they'll probably think it's a good yeah. film because of that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a bit of a conversation kind of 
after it, but I said they just probably wanted to hold off to here. But it has kind of a lot of tropes or storytelling devices that I like, but I don't know if I use it too much. So obviously it's got like the pause and then like the guy talks in and then the freeze play, frame and narration the yeah. and everything. Yeah, I felt like it was it was funny a couple of times, but. Sometimes this didn't really land with me. I was like, oh, mm. so you've stopped the film for this, so you could have just said it in real time or other, other things. So is it like they've just came out of film school and they're just wanting to put yeah. all these wee things into this first film and we'll mm. see how well, well it the plays. Well, the boy's good at this one, obviously so watched Trainspotting for a start. Oh, massive. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and he's thought, well, let's learn from the best and let's just like blatantly yeah. copy the best. We'll mm. put a chase scene at the start, a few freeze frames, mm-hmm. narrator, um, you know. So it's like, he oh. thinks this is happening but this is actually happening. Like, yeah, yeah. He thinks he's, you know, he's in the hospital he thinks he's chatting up the, the girl, but... That was funny. Uh, yeah, I, that I, was really that. Funny. I was really funny. I think at best the film is is the first half an hour where it's yeah. it's funny. Uh, and he's obviously on the rise where things kind of just start happening. Mm-hmm. And uh, and where it falls apart for me is kind of then on, I think the story kind of just... Kind of when the gangsters start getting brought into... And the well, the, the gangsters, like, I cared a lot less when the gangsters were involved. Yeah. I mean, obviously, if he's telling a true story, then he has to tell yeah. the story. But um, they do a lot of gangster stuff. I, 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 no. I care. They're just they're just about like if he went in, like, it always has to be kind of true. But if he was in there like beating someone, it's like oh, or something like that, and, mm. or even the they did kind of squeeze two people, but it was just kind of implied almost. Yeah, well, this guy also had a reputation. I think that was that was yeah. kind of, that was implied, wasn't it? That that he was already a name that you just knew not to if you were in Dundee yeah, at the time, time you knew not to mess with these guys and I think that's it if people if you when you're watching this and if you were around that time frame and knowing these names kicking about and yeah you would absolutely you would love yeah. this you will absolutely if you're at that opening concert you're like I didn't even know this all happened before yeah it's a great story. Oh, yeah. oh it is. It's, a, it's got a great story. I liked. I did like the how well it was uh, portrayed. The Dundee slang and kind of everything. Yeah, that's the whole. As well were yeah, the genuine, the genuineness of this. I, I liked it because there was loads. There was loads of like um, phrases that I just thought. <laughs> I like them being there. Like, yeah. the, like I, the, there's there's things that I didn't really like being in there, but the, like, the, see the words where he says Raj, like yeah. that being in there. Games with the poem. You know, a, I like that being in there. That's <laughs> written it or had had a touch in it, or he's thinking back like, what would I call that wee Raj? Yeah, he's just going Raj. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, eh, that's fine. Happy with that. And, yeah. and I'm happier if somebody's watching now. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. even better. Even better, if somebody's confused when that happens in the cinema, she's about to go through Edinburgh, <laughs> sitting yeah. drinking fucking G&Ts, and this guy's going a bit ragged, gave us at the poly. Yeah. Hey, what the fuck's that? Like, eh, yeah. Okay. We secret and joke. Yeah. If it was like that. Like, you delinquent. So <laughs> <laughs> <like>, what? As <laughs> wise. Aye, so, right, so he gets... So you get injured playing the game. He gets uh, yeah, he attacked gets... by the oh, because the guy, yeah, yeah, the guy. So, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> he gets so yeah, he's he's 
he's, he's playing he's playing the game and oh, so how is this happening because it's a one so, night stand so is this like a like a this is going to be a, 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 a new so right thing this, a, right first, a first for the podcast yeah. is this a, like a cuck situation no 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 is no. he meant to be there watching this no 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 the, the girl's like my boyfriend's still in prison but but he gets you that she day do, she yeah. just for some reason is just really stupid and doesn't know he's coming out today and then he's like honey I'm home so <laughs> <he's> literally like, <laughs> if, if he was if he was entertained that he wouldn't have ran him off yeah, well, that's, yeah, I suppose, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but, a good one, to, that's a good phrase. No, entertaining that. Try to be walking through the door. I don't have to end this. Can you get your penis on my way? But that's the thing, and then, Trudy's a part like the smallest town known to man because he pops well, up to five more times. We say that, yeah. Like, Dundee's... Like it's, it's not fucking Glasgow or Edinburgh, but no. it's not a village either. No, like you can't go places and not see the same <laughs> <laughs> all the fucking time. Yeah, the the whole actually even in the name schemes. Like there is schemes where people hang about it. Yeah, you might know everyone well, in that scheme, uh, yeah. but just if you go to another scheme, stay away from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go to another scheme, you might not know anybody there. But that's it. Dundee's just one big scheme. That's the mm-hmm. that's the thing that they're trying to get in there. Yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah, I see that. I see that. Like, surely you can go on a night out in a pub and not see this guy. <laughs> no, he is a freaking figure. Like, he is about six foot something. Even also, if we're going out and there's one person that you don't want to see, there's a good chance that you'll probably bump into them at some point. So, what do you think is the difference between going out in the seventies, early eighties? Obviously, you didn't do it, but right. but no, like, I mean, every pub there's not going to be as many pubs. There's, there's not going to be as many people in Dundee at that time. Okay, okay, okay. It's just kind of building up. Yeah, but a few thousand there. Yeah, the population of dwindled by what, 10, 20? I'd say more than 10, 20,000. Right, okay. okay. It's probably down to maybe 60, 70,000 in the 70s. Really? Massively. I mean, the whole big Dundee's kind of got over the last. But there'll be a fair percentage of the people, the adults, out because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. Pretty much. And, and the rock and roll scene's just kind of picking up a bit more. That's a really good point because there's not a lot of nightlife for the young folk at that right. period in time. So this is it's like a revelation that they're they're doing. They're taking kind of Dundee by, by storm almost because any like, other pub scene, it's like, oh, it's a couple of old folks and it was just really quiet. Yeah, and, yeah. And the film anyway. So. But, but that kind of makes it more interesting as well. The band, this is when it, this is when it hit home with me. It's like when he just... He gets simple minds, and I thought, nah, I need danger. I just don't believe that. I just, like, I just, not nah, like, you're just kind of twisting the truth a wee bit here or whatever. But then it's like madness and you know, all this fucking shit. And I'm thinking, oh, Christ, Jesus Christ, it's not yeah. that hard to book bands. As long as you've got the money or you've got yeah. the kind of. The, the gift of the gap. Right, definitely. I mean, well, especially- see, when I was, see when I was um, running the Westport, I had one guy that was booking bands for us, and he was booking some. Decent. We've got the hot knives, and we've got. Um, he was trying to get Franz Ferdinand into us, yeah. but then the uh, Fat Sam's came in with a bigger offer, and they went to Fat yeah, Sam's yeah. instead of the Westport Bar. Yeah. So it's not that difficult to kind of go around and try and book a band. Yeah, yeah. Most bands that are on tour, they'll take. So if they're, they on, if they're on tour at the time, oh, they're already yeah. on um, motion. They're 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 game for playing yeah. any place that they can get. More if their agents are more. 
receptible the, the, to oh. it than the Iron Maiden one in this film. <laughs> <laughs> but if the madness or something like that or someone minds, they're probably like, yeah. <laughs> uh, like, yeah. <laughs> again, there's not a lot of nightlife, not a lot of stadiums, not a lot of crowds, so if they see if it's a guaranteed meal ticket almost. Uh-huh. Well, almost a meal. Somebody's mum and dad have got the sandwich maker on the go. <laughs> so he's injured and he's <laughs> yeah. he's he's in the he's in the hospital and he gets this is where he meets Tara. No, Shona, played by Tara Lee. And that becomes a kind of love interest for this. Not only the love interest, but the sort of inspiration for the whole thing because it's her who's Kind of portrayed as a sort of upmarket person, but yeah. yeah. Well, she's she's more educated than him. Hardly, uh, mm. you wouldn't say she's a schemer, but she's on she, the on the scene. Is she? What was she? Irish. Is she? Yeah, yeah. No, she's Irish. Okay. So I think her dad moved over and brought her along or something right. like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think they were. I think they were. Fl- I think there's a line like because he's well later on in the film he kind of gets lower into the gangster stuff and I think oh I've seen this happen before so I don't know if they're running from something but um, I don't know uh, I don't yeah, know if that's uh, yeah, like, like, like something from back home mean. yeah yeah uh, if that was done then this well, would happen type thing yeah yeah but she, yeah she is like it's not really like well to do because she still hangs around in the same kind of uh, schemes but she's doing well for herself and the fact that she's a, like a nurse and stuff like that so. yeah alright but it's, oh, it's, her, it's her that wants a kind of a disco or something like that. And then, uh, she wants a, a band to kind of... Yeah. Assemble. I can't remember what oh, so band meet that she mentioned. disco that he's put on. Yeah, no, yeah. He, so he, he, he lies through his teeth and says it's happening and then they're like kind of comically he has to put it on now. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, yeah. he kind of rallies the troops, which is... His best mate, that's the trips. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's best mate is Scott, who's a, a, a drug dealer. Mm-hmm. And, well, yeah, he sells, sells, yeah. sells a bit of coke at, the, at whatever, whenever he can. Parties, yeah. And how does John come into it? He's the DJ. I think he, well, because they needed a, a DJ, DJ for, the, for the first, for the student disco thing. For the first student yeah, yeah. disco, so that you could actually get the girl to come oh, along. Somebody knew somebody that could play. Aye. Aye. Yeah. And he had connections with with I a priest <laughs> that would give them some money. That was somehow connected because I think like uh, like there's a scene where the Charles Manson guy uh, is uh, like there at the pub, but then so then the main guy aggravates him into attacking him right in front of like yeah, Scott yeah, Stan. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they yeah. say get out and it's so he gets out so I think we've well, got um, to mention now right so me and Darren watch this together <laughs> with, with uh, Mark former Mark guest Shanks, okay. former guest uh, for them hi Mark <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the name of the phone called the skewers no the the one the one that we did with Mark oh Parasite Parasite uh-huh. and he, when we were watching this and so the guy runs on the pitch or the guy chases uh Davey out of the house when he's shagging his wife and chases after him and gets he was like I fucking know that guy (laughs) 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 he went that's so and so -so, right and he was like I used to work with him yeah and and he's like then he looked it up obviously on the phone and he said he goes he went fucking there he is. He says, <laughs> he, he goes with his name and it says, in schemers, basically. 
<laughs> I, th I think he pulled up a picture that he had of him previously or something like that. I think they were worked together, so it was a big word picture or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, no. See, I remember when this was getting shot. There was because I think I was working at the Tesco call center, and there was a few people dotted about the building that were saying, "Oh, I'm just going to be an extra in this film." Oh, it's so cool. Eh? And I was just like, "Ah, oh, right, uh, yeah, whatever," and just kind of like, ignored what they were saying. Uh -huh. And then when I heard a wee bit more traction of, "Oh, yeah, there's a film getting uh, filmed in Dundee." I was like, oh, "Fuck, these guys might have been <laughs> no talking out of their arse, but." Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, fuck knows. I, so never, yeah, I didn't this, see any of them. This guy, um, is it Malke? Is his name? Malke. Malke is the the the, kind of, the, the husband. The husband. That's, yeah, yeah. That breaks his leg, so and then David is it? Does he become one of the like gangsters? Don't know. Is he like one of the enforcers for? No, I think the enforcers are. Uh, different people, yeah. Problem enforcers, but yeah. So th this guy was was like a so, so, um, Mark works at Arup, and he's a civil engineer. And this guy did something else in that sort of world. Right. And but always, Mark knew that he wanted to do this, and ah. and so when he's like, can't believe like he's he can't believe he's made it. Can't ah. believe like so yeah that that was funny like. <laughs> well, like, we'll refrain from saying the comments he had about this yeah, person. Yeah, we'll leave that we'll leave that we'll leave that <laughs> Mark said he was a lovely chap, but he got a lot of time for him. <laughs> More on the after show of this one. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll run a Patreon and then just like a paper Well, it'll probably just be that guy that might <laughs> What the fuck did Mark say about me? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck if he looks as scary as he does in this film. Chasing us down the scene. I hope he's still not around in Dundee, actually. So Mark's never appearing on this uh, podcast again. <laughs> I hope the guy's still not higher around in Dundee. I forgot to say as well, like, um, things. one one thing I did like about it is um, any film that starts with a Hunter S. Thompson quote is... is that was good, yeah. uh, good for me. So Hunter S. Thompson uh, wrote and um, the Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, The Rum Diaries, oh. um, Fear and Loathing on the Campaign Trail. Mm. Like, uh, the kind of like inventor of so-called gonzo journalism where he put himself involved in the situation. Oh. He, he um, went into... Like got him, got, got involved in it with the Hell's Angels, oh, right. and mm. so much so like got just like, ingrained with them mm -hmm. just to write about it, uh, and and then when he did and tried to like retrieve himself for it and wrote the wrote the story wrote the wrote the book, mm -hmm. you know got himself a lot of fucking shit to the point where they fucking beat him up, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, and when well, um, you going to start building houses? Then? You me? All right. Oh, yeah, Vaughn. Well, you're a journalist. <laughs> 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 I just made that shared look until we realised. Uh, no, <laughs> well, you've got like uh, drug dealing, being people, drive bys, and lean prints. So, <laughs> so uh, I don't know what I would read about. So. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I'd like to read some of the stuff he's again involved in. Like, I've got, I've just actually given somebody a shot of it, uh, The Rum Diary, that's quite a short book. Mm -hmm. um, and then The Rum Diary, yeah, he, go, he goes to, he kind of goes to, is it Cuba? 
he's kind of like mm. over there jumps on a plane goes over there tries to like kickstart a, a local newspaper get it off the ground and that and yeah it's just like just one thing leads to another and he just writes about his time there that dead interesting but the, the, his quote is the music business oh and by the way Fear and Love in Las Vegas brilliant film Oof. even better book just amazing and it's now on Netflix I said it last week I'll say it again the music business is a cruel and shallow money trench a long plastic hallway where thieves and pimps run free and good men die like dogs there's also a negative side <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like oh, yeah, that's good yeah. yeah like that and then and then it kicks off like fair enough we've talked about the the, the chase scene the James Bond-esque change, uh, chase scene at the start and it's the view playing yeah well did you see Kyle and so Kyle, Kyle Kyle's in grout shows and then he appears again in the house uh, yeah in the, and he appears again at the end as well oh is he uh, at the end he's a groupie for Iron Maiden I think Oh, is he's he? Kinda, yeah, they're bringing all the stuff off the off the. Oh, because is he just like hanging about? Is he yeah. one of the guys? Well, that they, maybe one of the guys that um. Is it he's just jumping a wee bit? But somebody steals a guitar and runs down the corridor. You think that's him? Might be him. Or Might one, be him. One, uh, one of the boys. No, because I, I, th- th- I think it's just, I think it's connected with the health bit because they're just like looking for people that are kicking about to help. Anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's in the health, and so then you see him again. And you see him again, saying, right? Doing something. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's got, got a wee story about him as well. I like the song from the view, and it's again, it's kind of like a connection. So even though it might not make sense that they're playing a song saying, I think it, it didn't make sense it. that they were playing that well, song. Again, he's telling the story, so retroactively, he could have been telling us the story. Now I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It, f- I didn't. F- the song didn't fit in with the the what was going on or or nowhere near the, t- the time period either. The film, you know what I mean? But they've got something to do with the film in the background as well. Yeah, the the view. I don't know what it was. Uh, well, I kind of had a quick read of it. Um, it was someone they put money into maybe the soundtracks or yeah. Well, they would have given their songs. I love yeah, their songs. Yeah, oh, yeah, but they, they may have just said, oh, so it's four of their songs, isn't it? To, to the other songs being used, because it's not just like just students or like, oh. you know, people saying, oh, you, we want to use it, or maybe you hear those like 100 times, so it's like the band, the view that's credited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I remember um, when I was working in Stars or running Stars and Deacon Brody. Did you kick Kyle as well? <laughs> <laughs> I was running the pub and then I, I decided to go on a night out, got bluttered, um, came back to the pub, which you should never do, you should never drink in your own bar. And he was on stage doing like a, an open mic type thing. There was an open mic on and he came on and he jumped up and started singing something. And me being me, blurred. Oh, no. Thinking, I'm the daddy of this pub. <laughs> Jumped up on stage, grabbed the mic from him, started blasting <laughs> some songs. <laughs> Ended up getting kicked out of the pub that I was managing. <laughs> Quite fucking right. <laughs> I can just imagine then, the people like jumping. Uh, the charity is like, oh. <laughs> Say that Kill. alongside. <laughs> we then, I'm paying your way. <laughs> 
Can't get enough listening to this. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, I'm no, I was singing that song better. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the time that you were at that like stolen from you? Yeah. Did exactly. you remember what song it was? Oh fuck no. Was it in a, in a his or just like he just open mic? I can't song. remember what song he was singing, but I got up and I started. A different song. A different song. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, who's this idiot? <laughs> I used to do it. Yeah. That's hilarious. Why? You do when you think you're on the push, eh? <laughs> that's, that's a sober moment, though. Kicked out your own pub. Aye. It's not the first time. <laughs> not the last time. So you had to... Uh, he's in Groucho's quite early, is he? Like Kyle's yeah, in Groucho's. Yeah, that, had, that was one of the things that another thing ticked off, and I think the should have and the Aye. did, was Groucho's... See what was so, kind of, no harrowing, it was just kind of, just well timed for me and uh, me and Izzy just drove to them on the Perth Road that day, they mm. watched this and I stopped at the traffic lights at the bottom of the Perth Road mm. and I turned around to Izzy and said, look at that, Groucho's was open for, what was it? Christ, I can't remember. I thought it was like 50 or 60. It's the date on the thing, yeah, isn't the date, it? Yeah, the date on the thing. It's 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 he um, obviously, I don't think he obviously couldn't appear in this because. Mm. Well, he's dead. But <laughs> he gets a mention at the right. thing. So I, that's interesting because this came out in 2019. I can't remember when he died, but maybe it was in the offering, you know, before, before he filmed it before, maybe he gave permission to film before. Yeah. But he he, how he gets a, at least a, a mention of thanks in the that's credits. So. Yeah. Uh, for how little or how much he, he gave to this film. Well, nice touch, nice touch. Maybe celebrating Dundee, you got to mention, so I think mm. that's a lot, you know. Dundee music scene, I mean, you can't have mentioned Dundee music scene without... I mean, even if he had nothing to do with it, but it was in Groucho's, Groucho's is there because of breaks, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, not... Uh, Pour out some liquor. We doff my cap to that mention. Uh, other kind of like um, musical figures that are in it are Gary Clark, um, Billy Mitchell, and at the end, uh, Michael Mara. Michael Mara is like the, the, the poet, uh, the, uh, the bard of Dundee, and he, he, it's his song, it's at the end. And if you're going to take one thing for this podcast, and you want, uh, if you're Faye Dundee, you probably know anyway. If you're not, listen to Michael Mara because he tells stories. And his like dulcet tones, his his unique way, and every song's a story, and every fucking every every story's an education. So, if you take one thing from this podcast, listen to Michael Mara. Other than that, mm-hmm. I think they, what they did on uh, did well was kind of like, obviously they filmed it in twenty tens and uh, set in the seventies. But there's places in Dundee that still kind of look like the seventies, oh, <laughs> and they sort them out very, very oh, well. Fucking hell, man! Every Took time, advantage, I, honestly, like I was saying, every scene I was looking at, I was thinking, "What's that? What's that?" And they've done the the museum, the McManus galleries, yeah. where they're kind of running up the steps and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. That was pretty good. 
And then, um, and then but see, even points. when they're shooting that, they're, they're no like there's no pla- passing traffic, yeah, or it's yeah. blocked up to there's it really no well fucking you know, like, yeah, there's no Lamborghini going past, it just <laughs> didn't exist then, or a fucking number 26 bus to Douglas, you tarig waving in the background. <laughs> um, the pubs that was the one that I was kind of so always pride myself quite well. If I see a picture of somebody in the pub, I could. Usually, I used to be able to tell you what pub they were in. Did you get? Did you get the Tay Bridge? So yeah, I've seen Tay Bridge. Yeah, because right I was confused with that. I thought I thought I looked at Tay Bridge, and then it was like I was thinking it's been done up recently, mm. and that's where I was. But they've still kept the same kind of booths and stuff like I that. I was pretty that. sure it was, and then yeah, I seen it again. It, it definitely was, and obviously menus as well. That gets ah. mentioned, so that's yeah. and I've sat in the exact seat in the fucking well where they've been yeah. sitting plotting someone. Actually, right. I, I interviewed somebody there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hope they got the job. Nah, nah. <laughs> yeah. nah. He was so he was so like a cocksure little fucking. Yeah, not nah. nah. Hope you listen. <laughs> Hope he's listening. But yeah, another one is uh, Caird Hall. I don't think that's aged. Anything oh, else kept. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kept like that on purpose, I think. But um, but obviously that, that is actually where it was it was held as yeah, well. So, yeah, that was that. So it's all, it's all very true. Um, but so there's some kind of inconsistency. Like there's a shot where they're at the, uh, the ferry looking out to the, the water. Mm. You see that they come up with the Trois Bridges. And then they didn't need to go for a further out establishing shot. And then he see all the oil rigs around and it's like, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that, that's the one thing. I w- was thinking they didn't need to put the oil rig in. Could have just cut down the it a little bit, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the oil rig's not going to change the the time frames was it people. going in nah no, no for it nah, nah, really nah, 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 nobody's going to turn around and but that's just the yeah. for the hundred and thirty I, I might be wrong I might be wrong that, that, that fucking that there was that work going on there ah. that, in the, but I'm still in the docks I mean I don't think so no I don't think yeah, that's not like a play. Like they did well, even, even it, it, to be to be fair. Like there's things to be picky about this film, but that's not enough. That no. there is not oh, one I, of them. I, I think they did that well. And another thing, the, the, the most important thing is if you've ever been to Forties in the in the story. <laughs> 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 that place is, is that's not even the seventies, oh. man. That's like the fucking fifties. Yeah, the eighteen fifties. It is beautifully maintained. As, as as you go in and you know the old school sweeties like they're all in these oh no yeah they've got all that jar and they, and they sell roll egg square sausage and bacon and that's a bit yeah. <laughs> just, which order do you want them on your roll <laughs> if you go in there there's no way you want it <laughs> Do you want the brin sauce on the top or on the bottom? Go there and ask for halloumi and avocado. You get chased the fuck. <laughs> but even, yeah, one of the main devices, the things they use a lot is the phone booth. And even that was pretty well kept. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And yeah. use that to book all the bands and stuff like that. It's a lot. You could have just did it on it like an old phone in the house. It's obviously a prop, but Aye. like to go out and about. He did have that as well, didn't they? Like the the old dial ups. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in that's, certain that, places. That made more sense. But I'm glad they actually. They could have, he just sat on the couch and did that. It'd be a really <laughs> easy scene to film, but they went out, filmed it, and the classic. Yeah. Aye. There's yeah. no many of them phone booths kicking about. No. Christ, the UK. Never mind Dundee. Um, there was one that. 
we came across just last weekend. Um, I was in Arbroath actually, right. and uh, my kids were just running about, and it's got um, it's, well all glass, mm-hmm. and uh, Evie. Um, accidentally thought it was all glass and the glass wasn't shattered and just fell all the way right through. <laughs> <laughs> Went on one side and then it was all Del Boy style from OnlyFields and all that. I did that. Uh, remember the, um, the Olympia, to get to Olympia on foot, because like, we didn't have cars back then, you had to go up and over the, the walkway. Yeah, right. And then the doors at the top of that, you had to go the stairs that kind of zigzagged up. Yeah. Or, or the, or the, or the uh, ramps. Yeah, the wheelchair ramps. And so the, then you had the door for there into the walkway. Mm. And I was so young that I could only really reach the first pane of glass and just like leaned <laughs> <laughs> Went right through. Oh my god, in so quick. That's <laughs> um, started diving too that's soon. something that I just I don't know why I remember <laughs> that, but it must have been such a shock to the system that it's just like, uh, it, yeah, remember that. yeah, uh-huh. your sense of like gravity and everything is just uh, it's how it's head. Twa Bridges Productions, Promotions, Twa Bridges Promotions or something, yeah. <laughs> is born uh, after after the scene with the, funnily enough, with the Twa Bridges. Um, in the background. In the yeah, background. Well, where they first bring up the name. It's one thing, like, you see these Whitfield, right? But I never saw Whitfield in there at all. Well, just to be flat that he was, his mum and dad were in. That I might, thought, have, that might have been, been like... Um, that might have been in a, in a multi... It uh, looked like a kind of small sort of... Yeah, there was a lot but, of... But they didn't yeah. didn't exist anymore, so... That's pushing it if it's... Like, I'm not... Again, this is a small Clifton, thing, I was thinking it was like Clifton Blue Court type. It could have been. So is that... Well, are you talking about, like, the bottom of the Hilton things? No, no. no. Clifton Blue Court's Whitfield. Clifton Blue Court? Oh, That's um, across from your old school. Preview. Oh, are you talking about the bottom Whitfield? Oh, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Was there different class areas in Whitfield? <laughs> I was. Uh, there was, uh, uh, there was good, good minks and bad minks. <laughs> uh, uh, I delivered papers at the bottom of Whitfield. I wouldn't have probably got a lobby delivering papers at the top of Whitfield. Like, maybe with a pint. Definitely wouldn't have got any tips anyway. <laughs> you give me a paper, your shoes. <laughs> You're not walking away. Hey, so you, you think it was here. But even that, I was hoping ah. like a bit outside Whitfield, but Whitfield's changed so much that you probably couldn't have got away with that. Yeah, definitely. To be fair. Yeah, they couldn't do any outside shots in Whitfield because... <laughs> Too many people. You could have done it at Douglas A. <laughs> <laughs> There's been loads of changes in that list. Like... Like um, <laughs> you got, got you got a smoky thistle now. <laughs> We've got a smoky thistle. You couldn't I, have done it beside that van that parks outside the shop to advertise it. No, you couldn't have done that. Um, couldn't have done it beside Mario's or right. Um, oh, my old flats got knocked down and replaced by some ugly ass fucking. Houses. What about thingy? Um, like your. What do you mean your old flat? Oh, well, I grew up on the Avenue and. Oh, right. So, no more like where I first met. Well, when you're. Yeah, the. the Balbegi Terrace. Balbegi, no. Right. Okay. 
Oh, way before then. Right, okay, okay. <laughs> and I was totally ghettoized. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, <laughs> you would never be able to shoot it in the... You got, you got comped in there, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, definitely. I remember there was a boy uh, going about Douglas. Um, he he loved Tupac, this wee skinny white guy. And <laughs> I thought you'd describe yourself. One more cheese. One more cheese. Yes, skinny. Skinny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, bunch of fucking pricks. <laughs> and this wee wee guy got thug life tattooed on his oh, fucking yeah. belly. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. I was like, fucking hell, man. Uh, what are you playing at? He's fucking gone now. Uh, Something's a no surprise. Eh? <laughs> 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 Yeah, one of the first uh, things they do as uh, Twa Bridges Productions to earn a little bit more money is that they um, they have I don't know if they have a friend or something in the, the tourist biz or they know someone who's got agency like hookups or something and so <laughs> he's got a bus or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they always know a guy. That's the one thing in this stuff. But yeah. um, I think this is one of the few schemes they actually put on in a movie called Schemers is that. Like, I don't know if they'd call, like, Peter on a disco a ski. Like, I don't know if, like, you'd, like, oh, he's scheming for this, like... But well, his scheme was to get get the girl. Aye, so that, well, that, 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 yeah, that, that was part of the scheme. Aye. Yeah, yeah so a small fish, I suppose. But um, this is, like, they take tourists that uh, no idea about Dundee and they actually bust them around. And I thought there'd be <laughs> a scene where it's just, like, it's obvious that they're making stuff up about... Dundee to, to make it sound better or oh, so was, was it a tour of Dundee or was yeah. it yeah was it I yeah. thought it was it was, uh, it was bus tours uh, yeah of Dundee Dundee oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. so I thought there's a great chance they just have comedy or something like that I was like oh that's where I got this on uh, the Friday night or something like that yeah, just yeah, really yeah, funny yeah. And, but I guess not they're just kind of oh yeah that would have been out. that would have been good actually yeah because you get all these people that could be from anywhere you could send like clues and, and, and you just get these like a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so need to, to take a, I think I've done that too wee bell walking her through Douglas saying oh this is where I've done that and that's where I've done that <laughs> <laughs> or you could just go to somebody's house and they like they, they take a little pictures and then you know that was you could have had I don't know a lot of things I thought it'd be really funny but because I no I, I thought it was to oh, see the Pope speak but was that they do that as well I think so mm. yeah but the Pope was on tour and, and, and they were, they were promised to, to take these people to the speech mm. which was at in Glasgow there was Bell Houston Park or something because you get these two of them were, were um, kind of unhappy that they missed, they missed the speech that's oh, the, that was the point the bus was late and they missed yeah. it and they turn up at his old man's house because that's like the, the HQ of yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he's turned up and said, I don't give a fuck if you miss the post speech. And then he gets told to act nicely on the phone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hello. <laughs> that's a good thing, his dad's quite. Like, what do you make of the oh, his dad? Oh, his dad's like dead forgiven. 
Yeah, uh, deadly willing to to help you, son. And see, like again, this is uh, this kind of goes on to another kind of criticism of the film is that there's nobody at no point does Davy sort of run into apart from the gangsters like running into people saying, "No, you can't do that," or mm-hmm. "No, th- th- what are you doing?" Oh, everybody seems. Is. Everybody I mean, seems. Yeah. Willing to bend over backwards for this like cheeky chappy. Yeah. His mum and dad like, I've, I've, like oh, they're skint. They're, yeah. they're skint. They're from the schemes. That like they're living in a wee pokey fucking flat. <clears throat> but when it comes to like well, you're going to have to pay for all this, they're like okay. Mm-hmm. Aye. Nah, but I didn't really believe as much. Well, it's it's too fun though. Yeah, you asked your you asked your fucking back in the day. You asked your mum for a pair. So get to. Fuck. <laughs> you're not even keeping the fucking 50p for the, for the loaf of bread you're getting. Fucking made him away. Exactly. If I made that phone call, everyone got dogs of use. Oh. But they seem to be pretty well in a. Yeah. Uh, even, even right at the end, I'm jumping a wee bit where the dad or the mum, he's kind of saying bye to his mum and she goes, oh, there's a tenner. Don't tell your dad. And then he goes to the. Left and his dad goes, Oh, there's a tenner. Don't tell your mum. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that though. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah. I was like, Ah, oh, yeah. But chucking about tenors and at that, that time. time yeah. But he's going away. Yeah, he's going away. I do quite like the bit where he's, he's, he's always trying to do this for, like, also for his dad's approval as well. And he's going around, and then there's a bit where he's at kind of the lowest low and he's with jumping ahead again. But he spent the money that they're supposed to have for the the gig, oh. and he comes in and he's steaming, and he's just kind of like, uh, like really, really, really damned. And his dad said, "Oh, I'm just really proud for you." And it feels, you know, he earned that. I felt really bad because right now he's lying and like he's cheating and he's stealing mm. and he's doing all this bad stuff. It's like it's also like a twist of the knife. It's like, oh, you got it, but then he also say he says thanks, then he doesn't dwell on it. He just goes, does uh, he? Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he doesn't like open up, but. And then later on in the movie, that scene tag, that's a lot more kind of open arms. And it's mm. like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm accepting all this. Mm. Did you feel that it was quite jumpy at yeah. points? Yeah. Uh, I would never flowed as well as it really should have. Yeah. And that's a, that, that's a big kind of thing. One of the things was, was the gambling thing for me. I yeah. can't yeah, there, nowhere, yeah. there, there might have been a the scene, thinking back, the there start. might have been a scene where he was in the bookies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. is that. Is that enough? No, is that, is that enough to that he no. is he's 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 an addict? He's got a problem. No, because no, no. that's what you did. That's well, what you do. Ah. Like you, people of a certain age go to the fucking bookies. He does say that when he's first at the bookies, he's like, "Oh well, this was this was uh, one of my big kind of like addictions." Like a vice. Uh, yeah, this was one of my big made... vice. Was I'm always in the bookies, ah, and then okay. he comes to, then he runs out of money, and his dad ends up giving him money for that bet. Because, I mean, how like how much longer of the film would you have to put in to kind of drill that home? Yeah, that's a big question. If, well, uh, I, I probably didn't like, have the money for it. I, I think when he first goes to the bookies, he's on the crutches and he's like, oh, the, the bookie doesn't want him to bet because he already, like, he's already owed him something. But ah, okay, uh, so I, that... I get that, but it did kind of come out of nowhere where, okay, so he's had, had the scene with the gangsters and the shakedown there. The old man and he's like a like a secretary or assistant, and he's just really scared and he's really shocked by it. And in the next scene, he's he's at the ferry again drinking, and it's revealed that he lost all the money. It's like, 
you think? Like, I don't know. I don't know how that yeah. happened. There's a big jump for him going like, I'm, I'm in shit now to... Yeah. Well, I just yeah. spent all the money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm sad about it. There just needed to be maybe one or two extra scenes just yeah. to link it a lot better to make the film flow. I f- yeah. yeah, I if feel like done that, that would have been yeah. a lot better. I, I, yeah, it would have just excelled the, the yeah. movie just that whole what we, what we have to say is obviously this is his kind of directing debut as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, things like that show though, you need somebody with experience, somebody to take a step back because. As we mentioned, he's co-written this, he's directing it, it's about him. Yeah, he's, he'll have his own blind spots. Right. No, definitely. In terms of his story. Things. Anybody can, it's always a group project. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And he just, to, to make this film better, and the film can be loads better, <laughs> uh, that's one of the things, is to have somebody, have somebody up, just sitting beside you to take a step back and just say, well, I don't know you, because mm, I think yeah. the problem is he's, He's probably someone that he said with people that know him, and and, and then maybe assume, yeah. assuming a lot of, uh, oh, you know you me, know this. and so people will know it, yeah. sort of thing. Or even the person he co-wrote with, they might be scared to start saying, oh, well, that couldn't have happened after this, or maybe this should happen in between, or something like that, because it might be something it's like, like I'm not saying he's like this, but you might say, well, you don't know anything about you. Right. Yeah, so. yeah, but, yeah. Then, but then it might just be there's too much of a story to tell in between. Yeah. Because, yeah, we're saying that he's touched on the gambling bit at the start and then they kind of just loop right to the end. But kind of throughout the movie, they wouldn't be able to, they would have had to add quite a few other wee bits and pieces to bring that all yeah. back around. Yeah. And then every scene's going to cost money. So yeah, yeah. they've, Definitely, they definitely didn't have the money to be. I mean, to do, to do something like that, it's, it's not necessarily like, you don't. I hate, I hate the fucking. Like we like saying the word trope here, but when someone in uh, a, t- a TV series or a film is smoking a bit of weed, like oh they're a bad in, <sighs> and they're going to fuck it up. It's going to be on them, and if because you. Just not just because he's gambling though doesn't mean that he has to go that far because like you say everybody does it. Uh, so, but, 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 but was, did he have, have it in him to like this is the biggest mistake of his life probably? Yeah. To have that to, to, to spend that to have that money there. Friends' like. life, yeah. But it was, but it happened. But it happened. That's what I mean. It did happen. Yeah. So it's. He it could have had a scene where. So he probably didn't think that he. Oh, I need to really press home that I was an addict here. Yeah. So. So does he need that? Are we? Are we? Are we just used to these things being like spoon fed to just, us? He could have just had a scene where he's got the money. He's walking home. He walks past the bookies. He looks once. He looks twice. And the third time he goes in, and I, I even that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, that's all I would have needed. But but it's just kind of out of nowhere because then all his friends freak out, and then the gangsters show up and they throw him into the the tail. But it's just in general, the movie, I think as soon as the gangsters show up, it's almost he like could have been, he could have been right. sitting in a pub and got a tap. Yeah, and it's yeah, like, yeah oh, I've yeah. got to go on this. Yeah, even if that bit wasn't true. Bye. But you know, just something, just something to just tease it out, yeah. just that mm-hmm. little bit more. And he's like, oh, I fucking got some my pocket here. Because yeah. then anybody can fall victim of that. He's not an addict, but he's like... But he's just taking yeah. the tap on. Like, it's a pub story. It's all going my way just now. How can I ride this wave? Which it makes him more... Actually, it would help to make him a bit more... Uh, me sympathetic to him as well. Because yeah. there's times right. where I didn't really... I find it hard to kind of 
care. I don't necessarily like him all the way through the film. I don't he's, necessarily pull for him. Much kind of empathy towards people. No. Yeah. There's there's no point where he's actually. He doesn't treat the girl really nicely. Nah. No. He, he just say sorry for it, but. It's right at the end, but now you're right. He, he, everybody seems to be there for him, and this is what I mentioned earlier. Not every, yeah, not everybody's got to be golden. No, 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 no at all. And that's that's good. It's good that they're kind of showing it in a true manner. And, yeah, right. But it, but it could have been dealt with a lot better. The way just feel it. Just feel it. Just pan out. Just pan out a wee bit. I think I think your point with everything's about him comes from him having such an involvement so it's uh, he might not have known okay John was thinking this that day mm. and then talked to Sarah about this or something about Shona sorry I think it's just him it's always him that's not a lot of scenes without him <laughs> yeah, it's something. yeah there was a there was a bit um, where he one of the other things I could have it out a little bit more is the wave that he was on when things started picking up, you know, mm-hmm. the bands were going on. Mm-hmm. You could have seen him interacting with the bands or going after parties and, you know, that thing going on and on and on because yeah. he suddenly goes from, I'm doing this for you, to just a dick to her. Uh, yeah. You know, just like, get the fuck with me, does a one night stand and, and all that sort of thing. So, uh, that's one thing that I noticed. You don't actually see him spend money all the way through the film, you don't actually see him rising up. Yeah. There's there's nothing to kind of show that he's actually... Because all the kind of big Hollywood movies, like um, Scarface or that... I was very sick of Scarface as well, always, yeah. You always get the high before the fall. Yeah, yeah. It's always the standard kind of movie. But it, it seemed to cut to the, the, just, the rise, but yeah. not not the, the total height. Of it. Yeah. And then he started being a dick. And I was like, well, wait, he's not even reached there yet. Give him a chance, man. I'm expecting him to turn the world here and then come back and just fucking all all. up. Yeah, I know it's going to be true, but there's nothing. The only only rise they get is is in cred and a lot. But Mm. even all the money they get is just either either squandered by him or has to be put forward to another project. Come out with a jar. So yeah, like, like when they face the DJ's death, they still have to pay for it. it that was going to be a big massive loss for Even them. Even that seemed a bit squeezed in, to be honest, the host. Well, I did feel like the, oh, you, you're supposed to be dead. I thought that was really squeezed in. But I felt it would be funny if they just faked his death and then just ah. carried on. Like, I thought it would be really funny. <laughs> but yeah. I thought, Do you think the movie could have done with an extra 20 minutes worth? Of maybe well, not no, even twenty minutes, maybe ten minutes worth of added scenes just to yes. pull it together a bit more. Yeah, in a word, then, in a word, yes. So, but if, if it had that extra twenty uh, ten minutes, do you think it would have done a lot better? Nah, because I still think it's still in a box. I think if you gave, I think if you gave Dave McQueen that extra ten or twenty minutes. <laughs> He probably would have just filled it with himself. Um, Panned about <laughs> three, three other one eight stands in. <laughs> yeah, and a, and a couple more freeze frame uh, oh, yeah. things. And I mean, I'm being harsh here, but yeah, I, do, yeah. I think I needed a bit more than that, and maybe that bit more would have cost a shitload more. I mean, they were talking about like filling up all these venues, but when you saw some gigs, there was like 15 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, it's the bit where you try to push forward and it's like two people. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I realise logistically and financially these yeah, things are right. difficult to put on, but... Even the gig where he, uh, he cheats on his missus, do you, 
Didn't see anybody. It's, yeah, that's like, it's just all pitch black. Charles Manson's there as well. Okay, sorry. You think if the guy you hate is into this scene, you might want to leave that scene. Hi. It's just a glug. Yeah. He's just broke your leg and ended your football career here. Yeah. Just kick him out. <laughs> so what was um, the, the most clunky sort of Dundee reference that you, you felt? Clunky Dundee reference. I'll tell you mine's right now. Kind of think yeah. of yours, but mine was mine was the the fact that the McGonagall one he, he chucked in there, fine. Like, I, yeah. I'm not a poet. Uh, I'm no McGonagall, fine. But see the one where he's like, uh, United or Dundee, and he says, Ah, oh, oh, they're on the same seat, you know, like too close. So, Nibdi and Dundee course, speaks like that. Nibdi yeah. mentions that. It's it's either Dundee United or, or fuck the other one. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's good that they were on uh, Lone Laughing Bridge when yeah. they're discussing that. It's broken now, eh? But Nibdi mentions in Dundee that the, 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 the stadiums are close together because yeah. you, they just are. Yeah. And your father's grown up with that. Well, she's Irish, so she doesn't know that. And yet <sighs> she is Ken, a okay. substitute. Uh, that's, a, that's a stretch. That is it. Yeah. I mean, we, we were talking about and, painting and by numbers. Like, the one, the clunky one for me is like, oh, the three J's, jam journalism. Like, I even said for this quiz, I didn't want it in because it's too. Yeah. My number is, but you know, it, it has that was, think, and then the guys started going a bit whale oil as well. Oh, we, uh, I get it. They might have had a, a checklist, like, or not even that. I think Dave might have been like tapped on the shoulder and said, you, you know, you're in Dundee, you haven't said anything about it. It's like, well, you know, it's a lot of references for people growing up there, but what about the rest of the world? And it's like, oh, Jesus, um, yeah, GJs, two possibly. Teams, uh, and, and if Dave, you were forced to do this, uh, fair enough, yeah, mine just mine's probably just in the viewing too many times. <laughs> I, I, I actually thought just I, enough, I, just, like, yeah. I liked yeah. Kyle and Groucho's, I, I didn't like the coming at the end, the, the health bit. And I didn't Hi. even like register on the third no. thing that you mentioned. Yeah, someone else there's, there, there's, there's just no point. Yeah, if they're putting money into it and stuff like that, uh-huh. then they're saying, but then give them an extra scene at the start, then I bring them back in as a different character. Yeah. Or, see, no, see, see um, one thing I've been thinking is d- does it need to be everything about Dundee it doesn't nah. it it's a film set in Dundee not every film set in fucking like okay no London I'm not allowed to go there but no every film set in Manchester has to go on about the Stone Roses or Oasis Trainspotting they didn't just set in Edinburgh they went away and done the fucking one of, one of the biggest scenes where he's going on about fucking Scotland shite yeah shite we Scottish ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's but, but see, see like the chase scenes and, and all that you see the things and but they don't necessarily say Oh, that's the castle. Let's go to the castle, just for the sake, and then set set a scene there. You know, yeah. And, and I think a film can be set in Dundee without having a day of this. Yeah. Like even even some good that. scenes. If it's a good scene, I'll forgive it. Like they went to McMahon's galleries. I kind of forgave it. For Could not that so. see is a romantic scene, thingy? So. Like you take a date there, like, you know, in an early summer. Yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, This is a good scene, scene uh, but. If they'd went, let's go to the top of the Broy Fair Castle to have this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Why didn't they go to the law then? I know what I've just said. I know what I've said. I, I know what I've just said. But, <laughs> fucking hell, why didn't they go to the law? 
I kind of thought that, too. I was thinking, the law is a massive... It's... It's a place that you go. But in terms of it looks visually fucking shit hot, though. It's no fucking changed. True. Well, I wasn't wasn't born in the 70s, but... I would You can stand, so. you can stand there, and but then you've got the view, and the view, and the views changed. Going to totally the views changed. Yeah, but I'm uh, sure you'd find a small framed yeah. image where you could just do a wee, a wee cosy up kind of uh-huh. cuddle, kissing type thing. Yeah, but yeah, you'd be able to do that. I don't know. It's 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 still it's still a good movie with those problems, but not. Slagging off. No, I'm far, I'm far, I'm far from slagging off. Constructive uh, kind of criticism, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, massively. Because I, I could say more about a film I, I like, but want to like more than the film I just like dislike. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this good. Yeah. I'm caring, so this is why I'm saying so much. That's a good way of going it. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> But. I thought, yeah. So the the, the kind of the story just kind of runs out, does it? For me, um, there was there was one thing I liked that. See when, okay, so Iron Maiden is the, the kind of the climax of the film, mm-hmm. and the big truck pulls up. Yeah, I liked when they repeated that bit. I can't I can't remember how exactly they did it right, but uh, that yeah, the wee flashbacks. The flashback end. of. Uh, because it's such a significant moment, it's just where the penny drops it and yeah. in over my head here. Mm. And when he replays that as a kind of way of <laughs> sort of trying to learn from what's happened, his yeah, experience, yeah. which I don't think he still he, he, right. he did. It doesn't show that he did, but this is a kind of means of him trying to do that. Yeah. There was, a, there was a part where they went back over that and I thought, yeah, that looks quite good. And I did like that. Yeah. I just maybe not I'm definitely not explaining it very well I liked um, just before the maidens pulled up and there was a guy just standing outside and he kind of kind of talks to him as if alright excellent I'm I'm okay here if this is what the maidens have kind of brought then things are going to be cushy yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be I'm going to be fucking weird game we've got this we've got fucking thousands of pounds in the banks now but nah I think even even just the homeless guy or something like that just uh, is also. I, I think that's who you're meaning. But uh, you mean in the the plumber? Yeah, the plumber. Yeah, and I mean, then he turns around and says, "Oh, yeah, I'm so just, I'm just, I'm just here yeah, to fix that." It says to you, recognise the plumber. Oh yeah, yeah. Where was it? Yeah, well, so looked it up, right? Is that Jimmy Phoenix though? <laughs> <laughs> so he's uh, Andy Pelk, also known as Saint Andrew, right? He's now a lecturer at, well, was now a lecturer at Duncan at Jordanson College of Art. But with his band, The Wool and Mill, uh, wreaked comic havoc in venues across Tayside and further afield. He made two albums with the aforementioned Michael Mara, The Word on the PV and Hubris. So, well, Kent Face and Dundee. Yeah. Um, I, like, I can't claim to have like, pointed him out so and says, him, that's him. <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know, hands up here. Not well, Ken, here. But um, that's who he was, and I, I knew I'd seen his face, and so I took, and once I found out who it was, I thought that definitely another one that's worth a mention. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Just a little cameo. He's quite funny as well. Like, he's just he like, is, yeah, yeah. I'm just here to clean the toilets. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny lines and what happens. Yeah. 
but that that scene later on is is quite good. He's 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 got the shambles plan, and he's at the end of his rope, but he's calling favors from mm. everybody. And I don't know if you. I don't know. It's just like it, the band they call up to get in is like a opening one. I think it's just just a random band. I don't know if he does. He get a band, yeah. I yeah. think he does. Yeah, I think everything he does ends up coming through for the thing that has to happen. I think he gets a bunch of homeless people to be the the crew, and then one tries to and that's one the tries guitar, to steal the guitar. Yeah, but yeah, it is quite funny. But I get money constraints and stuff. But it does feel kind of feel like oh yeah, it's just over. The whole concert is just. I'm not expecting Lion Maiden themselves to turn mm. up, but I don't know. It just felt like, oh yeah, we're done. Okay, so we're now in the last stage of the movie. Everyone's leaving. <laughs> so take it that footage of Iron Maiden was, well, it could easily have been from an, yeah, any, any, any yeah, Iron, yeah. Iron Maiden well, gig. The would have, nah, I think. You think that was a well, yeah. maybe got a TV camera in? I, I mean, Iron Maiden come to Dundee. You'd, you'd get STV news chucking chucking a camera yeah. at it. I'd love to know if that was from the actual gig. Mm. Yeah. We, we could probably look up Dundee Iron Maiden and see what there it was. Yeah. Any footage, probably, probably a YouTube video of that. I, I think one of the things... Not again, a lot of phones, though. Is, <laughs> a lot of this is done with... <laughs> Big camera phone stuck to their head. Stay still. <laughs> <laughs> It's not the 1940s, the <laughs> <pop> cameras. <laughs> Can you stay still? <laughs> I would have loved more. Another thing you're on about, like, what, what more does it need is when they were going through this this kind of surge of the bands coming through, is footage, or if at the very least, is that being part of the soundtrack? But the soundtrack was none of none of what was going on in the film was some it was obviously obviously the few and so Mm. well connected you think you would have just gone up to every soundtrack every band costs money yeah that's the thing every single time you play anything with tune this this is like a wish list for the film rather than a criticism of it i would have liked uh yeah, just to, just to hear, hear about this, so you got a sense of, oh, that was played then, and, mm. you know, this is what they were dancing to, and all this sort of thing. That's the thing. When I was um, reading up on it, um, a lot of the reviews said, oh, some crap is absolutely immense. I thought it was, it was all right. They're, they're good songs, and then they're, they're all, like, of... The, most of them are for the time, Mm. But it was kind of like you're watching a different film. They were all kind of post-punk and some quite moody ones and that, where he was getting big bands that were, you know, just at the time. Iron Maiden's like such a, a, a diversion from what he was getting as well. Oh, they were like, he's such a mix. Heavy. Such a mix but of bands. say that people came from Glenrothes and all, all, around, <laughs> all around Scotland but yeah it, you're right you would have tried the larger crowd but I don't know it, it, like, it is a bit weird like I know it happened but to say Iron Maiden came to Dundee it's like well, I, know, I, mean, I, could, I could see like a punk band or something like right. Dundee or something to be honest with you I didn't even know Iron Maiden come to Dundee what, so. what punk band would you have wanted from the 70s Oh, I'd like it's in the same level of Iron Maiden, or as they're rising up to fame. Well, that's what that's what's tricky no for me really to to say because, like, I mean, just go, 
like madness are far from punk, right? We just take madness as a if this is early eighties, this is them on the rise. Yeah. Simple, simple minds, big name, but on the rise, mm. which is absolutely fine. Um, but Iron Maiden, you would think it'd be at a peak there, and that and that was like a yeah. totally different kettle of fish. I mean, like you got the skids right, and they were to free across the water, right? Um, Bands was he was the tour manager or the promoter chucking about and said you two you two well no he turned down you two aye oh, oh that, that was, was a different scene yeah yeah, yeah that yeah. was a different scene because he didn't know uh, what they were he was like you two yeah but who 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 were the bands again because there, there was three that he wanted and then he couldn't afford any of them and then he ended up on Iron Maiden aye I think it was like Led Zeppelin got thrown around Led Zeppelin was aye. one of them but I think they were just extortionate yeah that was sad Mere and a couple of sausages worth. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he was using someone to calculate the mileage. The mileage, yeah. <laughs> what was he using in the 40s? Go and give us a sausage. It was a battered sausage. A battered sausage, yeah. And it was just to put the battered sausage <laughs> in. <laughs> you're right, they, they captured it so well because, as you said earlier, it's like, like it's just just a roll. So then the guy's just baffled. He doesn't want to roll with it. <laughs> he's just like he's doing a roll. He's like, no, I don't want it. Just want the sausage. He's like roll, <laughs> roll. <laughs> we sell one thing here. <laughs> <laughs> On a fucking roll. You want a bar sausage? You want some sherbet? Got some sherbet or iron bread there. I've been um, unnecessarily picky, but these things are things that I saw, right? And it, only people for Dundee are going to think this. So here's two of them, right? All right, all right, okay. And one of them is, um, so he phones a quite hoity-toity sort of manager guy. Right. And he goes to his receptionist. I can't remember what band he's in charge of. But she's in, she's uh, in the pavilion. Probably that. Right. So she's in the Basel Park pavilion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so she's like, oh, hello. hello. I'll, I'll put you through. And the guy's like, Dundee? What's Dundee? It's like, you're in Stowey, mate. <laughs> 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 yeah. That is one thing that. Go walk outside. <laughs> it's all filmed in Dundee. I can't you can see loads of greenery. Greenery barrier of a is like, but. I don't know if he like he's in that same building as her. Like, he could just be a different. Yeah, you didn't necessarily uh, see that. But that is pretty funny though. Pretty just I've been in there for a while. Dundee, he just looks like he's a good Another thing is uh, it's near the start, and Davy and Hope Connor Shona. Uh, I think it's after the first date, so they're walking down Mag- Magdalen Green. Aye, aye. Right, you see that. And onto the it's quite road. it's quite lit up, so you aye. see the bandstand. And they kind of say their goodbyes there and she walks that way, right? So directly towards, towards Yeah. Well no, not towards the park. She walks so there's the road. Um this is not a really good podcast material, <laughs> right? But she walks direct in a straight line from the road past the bandstand that way. Well, there's fuck all there. It's a very good love. There was a wee bit that I liked where he was in, when he was in the hospital, or it was like a couple of scenes after the hospital, and he's got his crutches, and it's got DRI written across Oh, there. I didn't see that. Uh, it's got DRI written across his crutch. And I was thinking, that's, that's 
That's good. That's good. I'm glad you've done that. Yeah. Really glad you've done that because aye, that's exactly where you would have been. Yeah. I might be in there. So Dundee Royal and Firmly, like I'm yeah. for the for the young kids out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's one thing with Flaff Bridge as well that's it's kind of famously like broken and he gets about like halfway and he finishes the Dundee conversation and they walk forward and just cuts the back like where are you going? <laughs> You're away far You want to break your leg again and get right up to the In the 70s or 80s when this is yeah they were able to walk across just fine but I know they had to cut that scene and then walk back <laughs> The, uh, the 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 painting the the whole Jack Vetriano stuff. Yeah, I kind of called it earlier, like because it was Father Vitriano or mm-hmm. whatever it was, it was Vicar Vitriano or something yeah. like that. It, and it's the priest relative in the thing. Yeah, yeah, but you didn't know that until the end. Yeah. But so when uh, Father Father Vetriano say you know comes up with a scheme, he says like, well, well, this painting's part of the payment process or whatever it is, right? Oh, yeah. And he gives them painting, and they they hide it because you know there's going to be a payoff later on, so they hide it. Yeah. And I was like, so is he meant to be Jack? Is is that just is that the joke? You know, is that a tease? Yeah. But then they bring it up later on, and they give it to the dad, and he says, oh, it's from his brother. I don't know. I think his name's Jack. And I was yeah. like. Ah. It's a bit, it's a bit clunky, and apparently that's how I felt. Some yeah. people here like that payoff. Aye. Yeah, and, and and maybe I'm doing them the disservice the because they're again thinking of people outside Dundee. Mm-hmm. My, my heart sank a wee bit. Yeah. It was like, is, is it well, gotta be that no, obvious? Because I was telling him and Mark, I says, well, the painting's going to be like these guys and girls, like fabulously dressed right. on a beach, because yeah. that was his style. And then two to four, and that's what it was. Uh, which, the, uh, they needed to get it in there not, not a criticism not a criticism uh, at all but, but it just yeah um, I, it, it did it was like oh. one of the few trivias about it is is that the picture given to Davy's parents at the end of the film is the Billy Boys by Jack Vetriano the priest's relative given that the painting that was inspired by the Reservoir Dogs the picture is an anarchism but played for laughs so anarchism is something that didn't exist yet it's in a right. piece of media that had it before so um, yeah and, and to be fair it's full of that is it we've talked about the view there's a song by the placebo again it's just doesn't sit, because, sit in there yeah. I think this week is past I think he's technically in training he's not made it yet and so he's given this to his family member who's just pawned it off so ah, yeah, this could yeah, be like okay. a view 1.0 or something yeah 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 <laughs> so that pain does exist but I mean <laughs> I mean growing up you couldn't go into a house that didn't have a fucking Vetriano pain in this honestly yeah and yeah People maybe this was the original the maybe this is the, maybe this is the first one, one. <laughs> so yeah I, I give that one a pass as well because it's, it's, it's for laughs and it's, it's a reason why <laughs> yeah it's a wee tip to the tip of the heart. It's yeah. tip of the heart. It's, it's a tip of the heart. It's a, it's a tip of the heart that had uh, uh, like a a longer one than like the McGonagall or yeah, yeah, set up and a payoff, yeah. Mm. And fair enough, fair enough. So, so that's schemers. <laughs> that's schemers. <laughs> and let's. Uh, would you burn this? Would you watch this? Or would you buy it? Oh, me, I'll go first. I'd definitely watch it. Um, obviously, I was, I was kind of leaning towards uh, Bike because the whole Dundee connection and there's a lot of heart in this film, but 
Yeah, I think because I, I just watch it anytime, even if it's halfway through the film, I think I'd sit down and watch it rather than getting everyone and planning a night out and watching this. I yeah. think I just uh, stick yeah. it on. Yeah. It's not one you would maybe like put your name to yeah. in terms of <laughs> your, 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 you know, your reputation. This yeah. is a film you have to see. Yeah. But I want people to, I want as many people to watch this. Yeah. It's a recommend, but right. it's a watch. I, I, I want people to somebody else to recommend this to people <laughs> I, want, I, 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 I want to see it on this and, then, and then I can ask them about it and I can say yeah yeah that's right. like a, but I, I even like I've, so I watched what was a Friday so yeah. this, this is now Monday so in the two days since this I've said to people have you seen Screamers like nah 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 I'm like I kind of don't blame you because it's not a great film Right, so it's not one that you'd be raving about. People would be saying, "Oh, you have to watch this. Oh, you have to watch this." At the same time, oh, see, just I watch it. Just watch it. There's no harm in fucking watching this. Just there's no harm in watching this. You'll it. get something out of it. Bye. I've got something out of it. Yeah. Yeah. So you watch? I'm going to say bye. Ah. Yeah. I'm I'm did you watch did you not put Facebook the, the, the reason the reason <laughs> <laughs> that actually bought them I read it <laughs> well that's the main reason why um, I want this I want this film to get a bit more traction right. I want I want it to get a bit money I want I want more more films to be yeah. kicking about around Dundee mm-hmm. and if buying this movie is going to do that then yeah let's, yeah. let's kind of Let's get behind the... He didn't have to do this either, you know what I mean? He's, he's a millionaire and he's in the music industry. He didn't have to make a right. film. He didn't have to risk all this. And there's more There's more stories to tell with this because you, you, know, you see the things that go on afterwards with these guys. Yeah. That seems a bit more fucking wild than <laughs> what we actually saw. I think there's definitely there's definitely scope for like a Dundee-type gangster-type movie. In this... In like this a, like in view of like a snatch or something that's very yeah gritty type gritty thing. realistic it's well, not we're going to wait on your dad writing something because he said no, it's, it's not it's nah I don't want a Dundee Geyser one <laughs> that's that's the bit I hated about this the most yeah but well these guys were crap better. but these guys were shackled be yeah they, they were shackled they, they couldn't be that nah. intimidating I like, just I, I didn't I didn't think that um, maybe I don't want Dundee p- to be portrayed as, as fucking gangster in. Maybe yeah, I'm naive point, to yeah. it. Maybe I'm just like, maybe I think that the the, the element of that in yeah. this story is mm-hmm. overplayed. Um, yeah, just like there's, Dundee's got more stories to tell than that. Right. Well, that's true. That's, that's true. It's, a good, it's a good time for any... This is kind of like a coming of age story as well. So yeah. if any coming of age stories you That's want to right. Any story be, could be told and set in Dundee. It doesn't have to be about yeah. Dundee. Yeah, and so focused on it. Yeah. It was it was so predominantly focused on every single thing and Dundee. So, so see the boy Scott Young, he's he's drug dealing mate. Like his his story later on. It wasn't until I Googled that I found out uh, that story is even like it's crazy. It's, crazy, it's yeah. just even more crazy. Like that so one, he, yeah. he turns into like a property magnate and a kind of what was it? it turned into a fix, fixer for the kind of super rich. Huh? And his death, right? He was in Mayfair or something like that, like really posh bit of London. Mm. He was like, he had a billionaire lifestyle 
Paris and right fucking top 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 fucking right. people well, most rich people that was his in his circle and he fell died jumped pushed uh, out of his flat and landed on railings oh and that was how he died right yeah and the police you know, investigated and decided, oh. no, nah, there's no, there's no suspicious circumstances here. So it looked like that was a suicide. Before that, he went through a big acrimonious divorce, okay, in which he didn't uh, give his kind of, you know, expose his his financial position. Yeah. So he's obviously he's getting took to the cleaners by his wife because that's just the way that these things go. And so in court, you've got to say, this is what I have, blah, 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 blah. And she gets half. And he, he says, no, I'm not, I'm not exposing. I'm not divulging. Yeah, so he spent, like he got sent to jail for that. And I think he, six months, something like that, maybe more. Good idea. This guy could have made a lot, well, enemies as well. It's not just some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was like there was uh, there was supposed kind of Russian involvement with that. Yeah. So. Could be anybody. Yeah, that sounds like a good fucking movie already. I don't think you're going to get the truth because the guy at the centre of it's not even here to tell it. And even if he was, I think he'd be more fucking green-eyed about his. Damn! I wish we had a journalist that could go and (laughs) divulge this a lot more. That says that he doesn't want to write a movie around. This was on a this is the guy so I'd known it this at the time because this, this this came on my radar at the time when this happened and, then, together, and yeah. then it wasn't until he's like that's the guy yeah that's the guy and fucking he, he hell I thought it my favourite character in the whole thing because I feel like he's quite like funnier and, and he, he's getting up more I think he's over stuff quite realistic as well yeah, yeah. he's, he's I think really you know he's people good like, though I like them because yeah. all the time they're like, "Oh, shut up, eh, Scott!" <laughs> I think you know people like that say too much of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Scent. And what does he do? He, steal, he, steal, he steals the <laughs> he steals the police light for the disco. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Even if that didn't happen, the person who made that up for the film. Right, That's all. Right, yeah, yeah, well oh. done. Right, so all that's left then is for me to dip my hand in the what you dip bag of suggestions <laughs> that have nothing to do with us. It was all you guys, the the loyal listeners. Christy. Shaking up like a yeah. madman. <laughs> Tarek's trying to get uh, Stel's Highlander one to the bottom of the pile here. <laughs> yeah, here we go, here ah. we go. The next film we will be reviewing on Christy's Sword Nipple. Okay, I know nothing about this. It's another one from Andy Weir, and it's called Mandy. Mandy, that's a Nick Cage one. That's really Nick good. Cage. Yeah. Oh, Nick Cage. Used to, oh, we've not even discussed Nick Cage. He used to be my guy. Yeah, hi. Uh, used you to go. be. Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like, the boys are out there, is he? He put uh, he puts on a stormer in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen it again? I've seen it. I'll watch it again. That's why I really like this movie. Good. Well done, Andy. Good one. Hey, Gungi's a quick. 
Oh, it's, well, you don't want to look it up. We're going to uh, going to blind, but oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. Because yeah, yeah. okay. yeah, as soon as you see anything about it, you're like, oh, that's the type of film it is. <laughs> right, okay. Right. I'm not right. saying any more. Anyways. It's not standard Nick Cage. <laughs> Do you get a standard Nick Cage? Like anyway, like, that's yeah. to that's to be discussed. You get next brilliant. And do that's what you get. You get <laughs> fucking amazing. <laughs> he gives it his all. That's what I'm saying. It's not. It's not one for the the payment or anything like so that. So it's not a ghost rider then. That <laughs> he gives it his all. He's screaming in the middle and everything. It's just bad. And I guarantee you, I'll mention Ghost Rider a couple of times if we are discussing Nick Cage this Alright, so Nick Cage Appreciation Week. <laughs> I remember when we lived in the gaff, so it was me, you, and G, and like G was fucking huge, fucking. Um, Hard on. Uh, I, I, actually, I actually told a picture, uh, told a picture, <laughs> told a story to people that he had uh, posters of Johnny Depp on his, wow. on his roof. <laughs> And people believe me. Because <laughs> that's just how much he went on about it. So he yeah. was Johnny Depp and yours was... Any black actor. Some black guy. <laughs> Samuel Jackson, I think it was. Denzel Washington. Yeah, and I said, Cage. I said, like, I don't really know. So I'll pick Nic- Nicholas Cage. And then it immediately started to regret it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he started about like training. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck have I done here? <laughs> You've got... Go on in 60 seconds. <laughs> face off. Face off. Face off is probably... Face off's iconic. What's the... What's the... Uh, is it God of War? Man of War. Man of War? Man of War's amazing. It's good. Oh, it's, it's, you seen that, does No. Yeah, so he's uh, like a, a, an international arms dealer. Ooh, from from yeah. nothing to kind of that. Yeah, yeah. And that's true-ish. It's, it's, yeah, aye. Yeah? Aye, yeah, yeah. One of the best, like, opening scenes to uh, a film. Aye, yeah. Oh, so cool. Kind really of, like, really details the, the journey of a, a kind of... A case in a bullet or whatever, oh, from yeah, from yeah. creation to... to back into... Yeah, uh, really, really, I can imagine it hits a home from the whole... Into somebody's head. ...to death, yeah. Makes Tony Stark look like a wee Yeah. Okay, so before we go, the script's just gone, it's just all, this will come from head. If you like what you've heard, tell yes. a friend, tell an enemy. Um, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, give us a review, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter with any recommendations, because your name could be in the hat next time. It's not all Andy Weir suggestions in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is an Andy Weir run production. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's under Yeah, and I'll say goodbye, and I'll give the last words to these two very fine-looking gentlemen. That's a goodbye from me. And ta-ta for now. <laughs> <laughs>